0: I started to drive and I was completely unprepared for what was going to happen. I had no idea where I was. I didn't know much about Australia. So all of a sudden there was this incredibly wide, empty, red landscape. And then I encountered these people who lived there, the Aboriginals. And I felt for the very first time how old this planet was that I was living on, or if I remember the the people who we worked with, from a city called Utopia. It's a really small place in in the Northern Territory. And these wonderful people who worked with with us until the end of the world. I also love their painting and the way they, they started to transform their myth and this unbelievable, I wouldn't say religion, but this unbelievable notion they have of the world, and of their past, and of their responsibility for the continent. The way they started to transpose this to, to paintings. I really love that Australian Aboriginal painting. And I have some of them at home in my, in my office. they remind me constantly of, of the colors that you see in Australia, and of the sky. Yeah, now I have this big frog in my mouth, because I really feel terribly homesick. I've traveled so much there, I know, almost every road in the middle of Australia. I've been out there for weeks and months living with the Aboriginals and sleeping every night under the, under the stars because you don't have to put up a tent.
1: All right. That's I wanted, I wanted to tell that you don't have to put up a tent, but then he kept talking and I, you know. Um. Apparently you do have to put up a tent. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's our special Conan Neutron, host of Protonic Reversal, and Conan Neutron of the Secret Friends birthday episode. Woo! (laughs) 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 Searching,
2: searching, and Bounty Bear. Searching. I (laughs) should have
3: made a banner that's like... Oh, man. You know how much time I spent on Bounty Bear 1999? B- B- bounty bear was the ask jeeves of
1: 1999 <laughs> nice birthday conan let's go
2: film in 45 different locations around-, around the globe suddenly
1: hey i mean this this reminds me of like the first few months of doing this podcast where you know there was like 10 guests at the same time they're all having different conversations all in different places half the time half the time everything was disconnected
2: and everybody's getting pissed that they're not being heard. And it's, it's, it seems, yeah, exactly. But unlike <laughs> our early
3: episodes, this actually comes together to a beautiful experience. Yeah, exactly. There's a, point,
2: there's a point to it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, so first of all, thank you all to, uh, thank, thank you all for agreeing to do this. Um, you know, this was something that. When yeah. We I interrupted
1: about... watching my dreams for this.
2: <laughs> you were, it's, it's, it's your thing. You're kind of known for it. Uh, Uh, This was originally on like the Moving Night Apocalypse docket, and then I I, I took it off because I was like, I can't possibly ask people to watch a four-hour, 47-minute film.
1: And not all Uh, of us did. And not all of us did, so it's fine. (laughs) And I'm not going to narc
2: anyone out. (laughs) But look at the subtitles. You can probably figure it out. Uh, But I love this movie. I fucking love it. It's, it's one of my, it's so Vim Benders also did Paris, Texas uh, wings. of desire is, is very well known as well. And also fantastic, but uh, this is a singular work of art. And uh, this day and age, it would be like a streaming television show. They're going to lose their mind for right. But uh, there, no such thing existed in 1991, which is crazy that this is when this came out. Cause it's so prescient. It predicted so many different things. Uh, you know, predicted uh, cell phones, GPS, FaceTime, video calls, search engines, the titular Bounty Bear.
4: Searching. <laughs> Although,
2: I would love it if an actual bear, like, when you, like, hit a search result, an actual bear, like, you see him, like, looking around and stuff to, like, go find it. Like, it was just way more entertaining than the actual thing.
1: Bounty Bear was, you know, he was the guy that got Stalin in the end. <laughs> exactly.
2: People, you never suspect Bounty Bear. He's just doing his task. Uh, but I, I'm very excited to talk about this movie. Um, It's very special to me, and I, I think it's a unique one. Vim, vim indeed,
1: vim and vigor. <laughs> we uh, we, we decided I mean, like, to do this episode on a on a vim. Uh, you know, I gotta say, like like uh, the
3: soundtrack has been something very important for a long time. But I've never seen the movie because I'm just like I, I kind of need an excuse. There, there's a Jean Claude Van Damme movie that where he dresses up as a civic Jew. I I think I'm gonna watch that in five hours. <laughs> but,
1: all
2: right, well, I, guess, uh, I guess I
1: guess <laughs> Harvey just popped in to say happy birthday too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, huh? hey, uh, in the background, did, did, back get there. all the get
2: all the movie night pets. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to Andy's things. I'm just not gonna. Um,
1: <laughs> That's Andrew is... World illustrator artist. You know, uh, you know, art does art for this podcast, co host this podcast, and give them an argument. And he's going to be at the give them a revolution uh, live show on uh, on January twenty second, and you should go check that out.
3: Woo-hoo. Yeah, it'll be fun. I can't wait.
1: But uh, that's, that's what you got for that's going to be
2: fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't.
3: I, you know what? Like, like I'm just so kind of like overwhelmed. I don't know what's going to happen because it's been uh, ages since I've been on stage. And uh, it'll be wild because uh, you never know what I'm going to do. Like
2: what's well, half as, that, as good as this violent? show, I don't know what you're going to do
1: either. So, yeah. No, <laughs> gonna I'm, 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 I'm not going to do man. what everybody thinks I'm going to do. Freak out.
5: Don't <laughs> <laughs> quote the great Jimmy Dore. Don't freak out. <laughs> Uh, oh, just yeah down, but that's that going
1: to be good. I remembering the Jimmy Dore. Yeah, said. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
5: it's my ostensible
2: birthday celebration, let well, it's not, please. Uh yeah, it's this this is um that should be good. That should that should be good. I am I'm, I'm contemplating, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not I'm not announcing anything. I'm not saying anything, but it's
5: No maybe. way, bro. You're going to open for it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to I shouldn't. You know what? I don't talk about these things on air, do I? So there you go. <laughs> man has to have his secrets especially yeah. if you're in the secret friends
1: of course we're also joined by christina marie why is every white girl's middle name marie so <laughs> you
5: know? it's my mother's name so like yeah
1: oh well, because okay. i would say
5: fellas it's like all their daughters are named marie this is marie yeah. this is marie this my, is my mom's
1: my mom's name is karen marie it's literally it's literally a name out of good like your
5: mom's literally a karen, karen.
1: Karen. Karen. Yeah, she doesn't like that. And she's probably like in the other room and can probably <laughs> hear that. She's <Karen. laughs> getting mad right now. Sure.
3: How busting she's it? gonna like what yell at time? you what
1: what between going
5: on? us. I don't my she's, name again?
1: <laughs> She's gonna call my manager. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, and I love the fact manager. that you went there. You're the one that went there. out of all of us. Out of all of us riffing, that was you. All right. My manager,
1: <laughs> of course, is uh, is Conan B- Bounty Bear Neutron. Neutron. That's right. Yeah. That's where I. That's where I send all my, you know, my uh, my info to.
2: It's a. I'm a harsh taskmaster, but Conan, I announce my by
1: And telling people to text me looking for you. I'm not. I'm not your manager. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's like uh um yeah, yeah yeah again i'll go back to the fact that i love that like not only is it like a, a bounty hunter based search engine like uh, the search engine's announcing what it's doing the entire time which i think is fantastic <laughs> and hilarious and i
5: you know i'm raised it, it's, it's awesome i mean
2: bounty bear specifically is uh it <laughs> uh, <laughs> says so since,
5: since this, this is your movie pick when did you first yes. see this movie
2: uh i so i so first actually like andy i heard the soundtrack first which the soundtrack slays soundtracks really good talking heads uh Nick came the bad seeds daniel Edouard, There, there's so many bangers on here and actually the the r.e.m doing
1: a doing a r.e.m non- that is not yeah into the, the
2: world as we know it <laughs> it's a different end of the world song
1: <laughs> or stand in the place where you live now face north it's not that either yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so
2: the, the the soundtrack, which that had the first Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds song, I really loved, and that actually made me check out Murder Ballads and then become a Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds fan. I didn't watch the movie for a while because, again, you got to remember the days before video on demand and whatnot. It was just hard to find. You just yeah, couldn't find it. Well, well, well and know, like when you got
1: eleven different cities, so.
2: So when I, when I, it took me moving to Oakland, which when I moved to Oakland, uh, I had access to fantastic video stores, which is like a total lost art now, but they had the director's cut of until the end of the world. And I rented it and I fucking adored it. And it was awesome. Um, A couple, uh, an ex of mine, it was like her favorite movie. So I watched it again with her. I tried to like at one point, like watch it with someone else. And it was the, I guess they call it the theatrical cut. Not good. Like, it, it's good, but it's just you're like, whoa, whoa, this feels like half a movie. Because it is half a movie. Like, you can't, you just can't tell this story and have the vibes hit the way that it does and have the impact that it does without it being, uh without the length being like this.
3: And it, yeah, it's, I, I, it's I'm you to yourself to say that. the 12-hour cut. Because there, the there 20 was a 12 hours, hour cut. The,
2: the original, he really wanted to be 20 hours, which is <laughs> amazing that that's peak like auteur film marketing I actually wanted to be 20 hours okay
5: see back Mm -hmm. in my day for those who are well I don't know how many Gen Z folks we got in here but like we had to watch Titanic on two VHS tapes (laughs) yeah well that's yes I, I I believe it was I believe it was two it could have been
2: three I remember there was a lot Uh, And then and there was no like when DVDs became the thing, there was no DVD release of it because it was like deep in contention with the studio and whatnot. And so when they not only brought it to Criterion and brought it to Criterion streaming and but they did a 4K transfer, which is which is amazing because as much as like there's like purposeful uh, degradation of the digital video pieces, especially to kind of give it like more of an artsy. Uh, Feel and to have like this idea of like sort of dreamlike wonder and uh, and whatnot, which is incredibly effective and probably more so than twenty eight days later, which is similar sort of things, is and and did them like whatever twelve years later, Uh, but you you can really tell the difference. Like it's it's beautiful. Like it's because there's so many sweeping vistas. There's so many just like uh, amazing use of like color and texture. Um, and you really get like, uh, you know, in, in certain parts, like the, the sense of scope and scale and loneliness that, that especially like after the EMP hits where you're like, OK, this is this feels like an end of the world situation, but it's not like a zombies are attacking end of the world. It's like, OK, what do we do now? I guess grab yourself a didgeridoo. I'm, I got my harmonica. This dude's got some drums. Let's, you
1: know, it's a very it's a very y- do K. a jam. <laughs> it's like a very Y2K end of the world, right? Like it is. And
2: it was it, it's it's. It's messed up to say, but it's more, it's more of an innocent time almost. Because, yeah, like well, how is the internet depicted? Well, first of all, it's depicted, and remember, there wasn't internet in nineteen ninety one, but it was like BBSs and uh, you know, uh, uh, connected to data repository. Yeah, it was like real, like not it's as just like we computer know.
3: to computer. You know, like you're literally calling up your friend's telephone to type yeah. to them on it. Which yeah, yeah, I did it's, one it's, like, in nineteen ninety one.
5: So, those so those don't know, Al Gore invented the
2: internet. <laughs> so Wide Area Network, I love that that, like, was meant as an insult, too. And, like, it's sort of, like, now it's just, like, people just, like, oh, he did. And it's, like, well, kind of also no, but they meant that as an insult. They were trying to insult him. And it's sort of, like, no, no, he literally just gets credit for inventing the internet now. <laughs> which is because which, people just, like, they, you said it so much that it makes him sound cooler than he is. Um,
1: he was on the forefront of the, the internet. He's on the forefront of like talking about climate change. And I feel like he's yeah. totally, he's, he's completely erased his like, uh, you know, third way, like Clinton. Uh, yeah, eminent. exactly.
2: His elected career and elected office. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> he, he's, he's somehow like transformed into, he's somehow transformed into literally like the most boring, but on the cutting edge person that's ever existed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely so uh, what i but what I, what I love is the vision of the wide area network and internet as we now know it through vim vendors eyes uh, which which is stunningly close to how it actually is other than the fact that it's cooler and less like shamelessly corporate late-stage capitalist like basically we're uh,
5: files exposing things that we already know
4: hmm. i
3: don't know though but like like you had to pay to send files you know like for the for, for per file yeah. Well, okay. So nobody could because have predicted that's like one, one little thing that was in there. So, so well, like, well, you know,
2: okay. Eh. Then let me, let me answer, let me answer that though. That like nobody could have predicted the Patriot Act and therefore the buying and selling of personal information and the constant and consistent data mining back then. Cause the idea of that then, the Electri- electronic frontier foundation and uh, the embryonic stage of things before that ne- people never would have allowed that. And it was all in the name of nine 11 that that was done. And so, in the understanding of the early 90s, the idea that like the internet could ever be commodified that way, just your information, which is oh, yeah, you're just information is bought and sold constantly. You are the product. Nobody would have been like, no, that's nobody would stand for that. No, everybody not only stands for it, they willingly like. <laughs> scroll past and click the agree to the terms and conditions you know and, and so it, it's wrong in certain ways but oh my god how prescient is this movie and so in so many other ways yeah again, i mean remember there was no car gps they have it's called like you know they're, they're little video monitors but they're basically phones as we as we think of them that right? phones that. yeah like video calls like, like to the point that there's the one thing where, she, where at the very end where they're calling claire in space and they have like the video call and they're doing the thing that's like the i'm going to throw the ball to you Forrest, in yeah. your window and like i'm going to grab the ball and i'm going to hand it down to andy and i'm and, like oh my god that's like the thing that like people started doing on zoom last year yeah <laughs> I, I don't have that same ball but we could
1: yeah. and they i don't know like <laughs> they, they look like a bunch of muppets when they're doing that too which is kind of funny because it's like the, yeah it's like the c it's like the c team on this movie that they all link up with at the end when she's in space we're, we're gonna work
2: on this bit by the way but like yeah but they're doing that they're doing that in and like in a way that's like it's so absolutely accurate in some ways and just like alternate universe and others because because at, at, at the time like when vendors was making this movie he like wrote to all these bands and he wrote to all these bands and was like write me a song for this movie that's about this this topic but write me a song that would be like what you would do 10 years from now that was the direction and i love that because that's because you get sure. obviously wildly different ideas u youtube's uh, despite their ubiquity it's it's what they came up with here is way cooler than what they came up with later hmm. not a huge fan i, I mean uh, yeah they these they, they, they did this uh, you know the yeah, big oversight of this movie <laughs> and then they just filled everybody's iphone or ipod or whatever with their album remember when they did that that was Oh <laughs> God! Yep. I, 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 woke, I still have up, that on my laptop. I was laptop. like
5: looking through like my artists on Apple or whatever on iTunes, and I was like, "Wait a minute! I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember buying it. this.
1: What, what, what is this?" <laughs> we would like to offer know. you this complimentary Bono, and it's like, I don't yeah. want that. You
5: know, I don't want that. Yeah,
3: don't it's want not
4: even
1: a wonderful. good
3: YouTube album. Like, mm-hmm. you know,
2: yeah, give me a good YouTube like, yeah, album. <laughs> but but <laughs> exactly. So but the the point of like the, Bono, come on the show. Yeah, exactly. Coming out next week at the Edge but the point of all that is that like he had a vision for this and is a futurist vision that actually is staggeringly close in some ways but like way off in other ways yet the sadness the deep ennui and the and the, the 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 disconnection that people feel is pretty much on point it's just like slightly two clicks over to the left or or whatever from 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 what it would be for from his vision and i think it's uh, it's it shows this I think Wings of Desire is his most successful film and probably his best film overall, but this is his greatest piece of art, I think. And that includes Paris, Texas. I love Paris, Texas, but this is this is next level because he was known for being like the guy early on. Ben Benders was, he's the guy, he's the road movies guy. He they, they, Everyone's like always running around, and you know, driving around to places, right? And his stated goal was to make the ultimate road movie. And he completely succeeded in mine.
1: Yeah, in 11 different countries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, how much <laughs>
2: exactly? 100. And space! Let's not More forget, continents. she's in space in the end. <laughs>
3: yeah, she actually flew space. up there, it was amazing.
2: <laughs> if you count, I don't even know how you count space, but there's no, there's no road in space that I'm aware of. I would but put like, the one, you
5: know, one place in the whole, whatever, to escape capitalism. Space! <laughs> exactly. But now you can't even do
2: that. They got that stupid car that Elon Musk shot up there, you a ramp ram into that crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's – when I was thinking about it, because I've seen this, again, so I've seen now the director's cut three times and the theatrical cut once over the years. And you get none of that, that theatrical cut. Like, there's no sense of scope and scale. There's no no wonder to it. There's a lot of people like, what's that guy's whole deal? Like, what's – like, I don't know anything about him. Why is he suddenly that large? Like, you don't get any, like, of that characterization. Therefore, it's not earned when you see what they're doing after the lights go out. And and it seems like a really cheap thing when it's like, oh, no, culture actually survived and found a way afterwards. It seems cheap and unearned. And you don't understand more so than the regular movie. You're like, why is everyone obsessed with Claire (laughs) in the Uh, theatrical? Yeah, they're they're all
1: they're all down bad. It's like there's one broad left in the whole like world according <laughs> to them. Even though there isn't, there's clearly women running around everywhere in this movie, but there's only one that everyone's fixated on, and it's like it really nine characters all trying to like bang. Yeah. I and and
2: and it, it's for me, as deeply hilarious as it is, it makes sense in the director's cut because you get to learn more about each of the people who they are, right? Like like when early on
1: all horny uh, but for different reasons right,
2: exactly, exactly. <laughs> simping for different reasons uh the like like for instance like when she when she discovers um when she ran like when they has the car accident that she ends up being with the bank robbers right like you find out like oh like she takes this bag that has this tracker and like the drummer guy is like that's how he always knows where she is. And he like makes up reasons, but it's like you know he's got a crush on her. Like again, like almost every male character in the movie.
1: But like, and, and that's he, the, he ends up being a guardian he's the angel. Most, he's the one that's most understandable because he's like you know he's the he's the character actor of all character actors. Like,
2: that rad. he's a goofy looking dude. Though,
1: yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, he's uh, actually
2: <laughs> he's in Delicatessen, which is uh, the next movie we're we'll recovering. I forgot about that. Nice, uh, yeah. he, he's like, I think, like the mailman or something like that. i I actually haven't rewatched it yet. But I,
1: the scene, the
5: actually, the mailman.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> the scene, Chick Ortega is I've, that guy's name. By the, the scenes way, that I've Chick seen Ortega. from uh, from Delicatessen uh, make me feel like it's gonna be like a bad acid trip, and I don't know if I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> uh,
3: but no, you know what, though, it's really not compared to city of the lost children. Which I'm probably City of Lost Children's
2: thing. way more intense, yeah. For hundred, hundred percent, like it's it, th- Delicatessen is, like is.
3: It's like what people think Tim Burton is. Hmm. Yeah, Geno
2: is like yeah. He's kind of like to a certain degree. Uh, when Delicatessen came out, people kind of thought it, he was kind of like the French Tim Burton. And then like City of Lost Children went a different way. Amelie's was completely different on you know on the face of it as well. Like uh, he's got an interesting and unique visual aesthetic, but it's not. Yeah, whatever. We'll we'll talk about that movie on Tuesday. We're talking about until the end of the world right now.
1: I know. Um but I don't but, know. But that
2: guy is in it. Like and 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 like like again, that's the most understandable, right? And like with Sam Neill, it's it's like complicated because he cheated on her, right? So then like he sort of like loses like rights to, to but he this is big simp in the entire time, like trying to like get her back and whatnot. And like it to the point of being like secondhand embarrassment.
1: But then he also <laughs> The book. Whoa, she, and she, he, says, she says, How about a plane? He goes, All right, where am I going? Where where am I getting a ticket yeah. to? And he's he's on that plane. He's he's Johnny on it, man. <laughs> and, and and it is it is funny
2: because I think uh Claire's character is super interesting, but it is wild how like yeah, like 90% of this movie is like trying to get it with her.
1: <laughs> everybody <laughs> in accepts, a classy uh, way, not not terrible. Everybody except oh. Sam, like William Hurt's, like that, the Sam character, yeah, and, he, right? and like, he's
2: the one, uh, yeah, and he's the yeah. one that's like, Oh, yeah. oh man, you're cool, you know, whatever. And he's like, No, you're the one that I want, I want and you. So, like, yeah.
1: <laughs> every she's she 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 like, Eight, she has eight dudes chasing after her, going all over the fucking world. And yeah. the one guy that's like, not that interested has his own stuff going on that's trying to, you know, do his 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 camera taken and like, uh, you know, make sure his blind mom can uh, finally see. You know that guy, she's like, "Yo, I'm I'm down with this. Let me follow yeah, this guy." That, that's that's the guy she wants.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't that always the way, right?
1: I mean, you know, but usually it's contained to one or two countries.
2: Yeah, no, but this is just a worldwide. <laughs> no, world no, no, I know. Like, I, know.
1: I'm kidding. I <laughs> mean, like the detective,
2: like, uh, you know, he's he's big simp, like, not really the bounty hunter, right? Um, but like he's he's clearly like, you know. He he has, he has his own level of interest, but like the fact that he got to I think he did at one
3: point until he uh, she gave him the sleeping pills. She, what's he, which is an amazing <laughs> thing where yeah, yeah, he, gives Cardi, this, he gives her this he her
1: each other. That's what that's what I call it. You know, it's like yeah. when Joe Cosby and Cardi B both drug each other. That's the <laughs> yeah. So Christina
2: she, she's chasing after William Hurt's character right, and like the bounty hunters chasing after him as well. So she meets up with him at this diner, and uh, the bounty hunter gives her this truth drug. Right, this he's that's his thing is he gives people this truth drug and then Which is his only
1: that's his only movie. This is the only thing it's the only reason he's
2: been any goddamn good at his job. He never he's like in the same city as people and can't fucking find him. Uh but then Claire (laughs) gives that dude sleeping pills, five (laughs) five of them. So it's like it's a really hilarious exchange because she's like telling them the information that he wants to know, but like he's basically slipping into a coma the entire time well the guy's wearing more and
4: more
5: what's that i said it sounds like she's thinking ahead of him
2: right well exactly and that's what she's doing the entire time but what she's thinking ahead of is getting to william hurt who she just becomes completely fascinated by but again the only male character in this entire movie that's not like
3: basically trying to get with her
4: Hmm.
3: well i mean uh max von cdow isn't
2: he kind of ling- you don't think he like lingers a little bit on the welcoming <laughs> tour? Cause I kind of, I was, I was well, like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like, whatever. Dude, it's dude, also Max Mount dude, You know, he just, yeah, just yeah. He that's his resting state. Good point.
3: I, I right. mean, you know, you, you, I just remember uh, Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Like, like he was the like, same way with the Stormtroopers.
2: I will say this Young William Hurt, man. Like, like you, you, you bought, <laughs> I'm just skipping right past that. Young <laughs> William Hurt, like, you can get. Understandable, it's a handsome dude. This is like ninety, like ninety one or something, right? That was in high school. Um, like you, like it's it's it makes sense. And also Sam Neill being like you know like whatever. Sam Neill start like kind of like came to success with Jurassic Park. Like not was it that same year that 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 no Jurassic
5: Park came out in ninety three I think. Yeah, it was ninety three. Yeah, so. Real, but he
2: was already kind of like an older actor at that point.
3: But he still yeah. like look
2: looks pretty handsome.
3: Like it's, yeah, no, no, know, no. Like kind he, of you know he he been like acting since the seventies.
2: Yeah. Any anybody so, but he had, yeah, but he had, yeah, he had not been a success. He had not been a successful leading man actor until Jurassic Park.
1: Yeah, right. correct. That, that was it's like the race. Man. Yeah. It's uh it's funny that he was in the uh, uh, Bruno Lawrence documentary that I was watching for uh for the Quiet Earth episode. Like yeah yeah yeah, he, yeah. Oh, I forgot about and he that. was like he was like talking about how cool that guy like how cool he was like Bruno super Lawrence fanning was. for him yeah, yeah it was wild <laughs> and then i start watching this though...
2: i think i think so
1: wait were they mm-hmm. friends or something? Yeah. they were friends they were friends but like yeah. but okay. he, like in the way that you're like friends with like a cool guy that's in the band that you're like nervous to talk to when he's around right like it's like oh like i know this guy but like it's it's kind of but it's funny that it's the guy from uh you know the the guy from the quiet earth and it's uh it's sam neil <laughs>
2: Well, because at the time, like, that dude wasn't, like, a much bigger deal, right? Like, that was, that was, it was and then, yeah. like, it was, like, way later on that, like, he found, right, like, he found Kiwi, success.
1: Kiwi culture, you know? Yeah. He, he no. found
2: success as an actor much later in life, which is actually kind of inspiring and worth talking about on its own, but
1: the crazy thing about this
2: movie, there's so many characters, so much stuff going on that it's hard to focus on, like, any one specific thing. No wonder it's, like, four and a half hours. Well, And that's one of the reasons why the theatrical cut doesn't work, because you're, like, if you watch the theatrical cut, you're like, what's that guy's whole deal? Like, I, he's yeah. a writer, I guess, but, like, what the,
5: what, what's, like, all I know is he's, like, he, he's chasing his chick around like everyone else, like, you know. <laughs> and it's something that you talk about conan where it's like you know they don't they don't you know show don't necessarily tell and with a movie like this you kind of almost have to do like both well
2: i think it does a an incredible job of showing and in fact you know when people talk about vibe movies this is this is a perfect example because it will it doesn't like you don't have characters being like boy i sure do like that claire I sure would like to get with her. Like, people don't announce that, you know. They well, except for, what except, they're, for except for <laughs> except, <laughs> Over, except
1: and, for, over and over and over again. Um,
2: <laughs> just like, yeah, it's just...
1: Yeah, he's got. A We're also kind of nagging her in his book. He's like, she had a lot of issues and stuff, but like we we accepted yeah. it. And it's like, bro, oh, you yeah, yeah. you traveled to eleven different countries for her. You more than yeah. accepted it. You craved it. <laughs>
2: yeah, after like you know you never see it on camera, but you like when it starts and they're at that cool like she's at that cool party house. Like he'd already cheated on her, and she was like pretty much done with him, right? And understandable. And like I get
1: you're it. Doing that. a lot it's, of heroin or something or whatever. It's, <laughs>
2: Hanging out, having a good time at the drug house is all I would say. Watching talking heads videos, you know. Yeah, all
1: right. Uh, well, you know, who nice happened
2: in
3: 1999? <laughs> right. This was
2: what we were all doing, right? But but yeah. the, but it's but it I think the reason why it's four hours and 47 minutes is Vim Vinders especially does show you. And you and you get it, even if you're just like oh, dude come on like at certain points where you're like like when when samuel and the bounty hunter dude are both in australia (laughs) looking around for her and they're like oh she's here she's actually here like (laughs) like and they're like surprised it's like Man, how many countries have you tried to like find this chicken like you like you must have just by and how, many length, methods some, of, how many how many methods how are getting there they,
1: they take place they take a plane at one point they take they, they're like on the train at one point like they there's so many met like it's not just a road movie because they're not just sitting in a car like they no, no it's like
2: everything yeah, yeah.
1: they take a boat to get uh from the united states back to australia <laughs>
3: Yeah, so, and, but like well, the bounty hunter actually makes sense because he's actually is Australian. Like, like he's he's obviously
2: it's an appropriate place for him to be for sure. For yeah, sure. but like,
3: yeah. It's that, also, that, you know for Christina, it's not that weird that he's there.
2: <laughs> well, but it's you get to see like the length to which they the, the, the go, and that's a big, like longing is a big thing in vim vendors world right like wings of desire uh has a lot of that too it's like you know angels and and humans and things like that and i I don't want to spoil it. maybe we'll cover that at some point but like just the idea of like the wide open expanses of spaces and how it relates to the the landscape of the mind is is a big vim vendor thing and again i think this is the most um this is the most uh singular piece of art that, that he did because of that but like i fully get him like i ain't watching no four hour 47 minute movie i get that i get it i totally um, get it by the way
1: uh i wanted to shout out the fact which is why i alan gave was...
2: everybody on the panel an out i'm like if you don't want to do it that's mm-hmm. fine that's i'll figure it out don't just talk about uh, myself i want
1: i want to give a, a shout out to alan garfield the guy from uh the conversation who played bernie he he's the one oh, that yeah. mugs them he's the one that mugs them in san francisco and his name is also bernie
2: that's that's right and you gotta love and by the way i that bar in uh that they're at in san francisco is across the street from uh, basically across the street from city lights bookstore and i've totally been there and yes i was there because of the movie and i was like
4: uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) but but did they serve
3: uh
2: did they serve the hot chocolate you know they apparently do but they didn't then so Ah. uh, when i was in there i just had a beer
1: Oh, that's that's sad. Uh, Alan Garfield died of COVID two years ago. Oh snap! Dang. Well, that
2: that's when it was like 2020, if I remember correctly, where this 4K restoration came out.
4: Mm-hmm. Where
2: like suddenly everyone's like, oh, I don't have time to watch that four hour forty seven minute movie. It's like, oh, you don't. <laughs> now you do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there was yeah, a well, small tiny the Vin research. Vinders, um, the the like the Vin Vendors uh, like foundation or whatever put out a tribute to him. On his like when he when he That's passed away, yeah.
2: I mean, a lot of people died, but yeah, I, like I, I just love that this. I would love to see this movie had a have a bigger resurgence because I think of the, you know, because everyone makes the jokes of like, look, I make jokes about long movies all the time, like she drive my car, right? I'm still still watching it, Uh but like it's actually the same joke for all of them. But <laughs> this this movie earns it, and it it earns it because of what it is. I mean, if you think about what,
1: um, is this longer or shorter than drive my, Oh, this is way longer than than drive my car. Drive my (laughs) my car is like three hours. Right.
2: Which, and, uh, not that long, (laughs) but, uh, and I think, I think my my letterbox review, that was, uh, truth in advertising. She did indeed drive his car. (laughs) (laughs) But I but I think that it's really annoying that people will short sell it because, I, again, if the, if this if the idea of there being prestige television, which did not exist, <laughs> nice, hey, Hildy, uh, if, uh, if if prestige television had existed then, which obviously it didn't. Uh, th- this would be like a no-brainer. Like every, I mean, because the the biggest complaint people have is the length, and of course they do. It's four hours and forty-seven minutes. It's a national time to like
3: watch a single thing all the way through.
1: It would be a perfect uh, six-episode mini-series, right? Like, a, absolutely. A and you
3: can you can actually break this movie up into two uh, two and a half hour chunks. Uh, yeah, which it still cool. works pretty cool. well because because it kind of is uh, bifurcated. I would guess you could say.
5: Also, <laughs> refresh, guys. If you're watching on Twitch, make sure you refresh or double click on the profile picture, so that your view counts.
2: Oh, okay, cool, awesome. Oh
5: yeah, look at that. There you go. Yeah, uh, Saturday Night
2: Fever. Okay, Close Encounters. Awesome. Emmanuel Three and Women's Camp One Ninety. Mm-hmm. What is that? What's Women's? Is that? It's probably an exploitation movie, right? <laughs> it's got to be.
1: <laughs> Girls' Slumber Camp. <laughs> but but it's. Yeah, it's a soft. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> probably it's yeah, soft. Uh, we'll, we'll wait for the after party for that. You can't you you can't say words like that on Twitch. No, <laughs> but it's like
2: so. What I love is that so much. This movie has this, this dreamy aspect to it, and then like the whole conceit of it, you find out what William Hurt is doing, and what he's doing is like attempt. He's using this. You know uh, it's g- <laughs> early Google Glass kind of like contraption thing that that's like he's recording experiences for his first for blind mother to be able to like give her these experiences and and to like ultimately bring uh, some derivation of sightedness
1: to the unsighted. and which is way less sus than what I thought he was doing. <laughs> like, like they make him the most rough person that are, you're like this guy's definitely a fucking criminal going around like people, like he's into some shit. He's like, I'm doing this all yeah. for my mom. And I was like, yeah. oh, damn. Oh, all right. Like this well, Especially if he is-
2: runs off with some of Claire's money, too. Where you're yeah. like, this fucking guy, like, why don't simp after this dude? But then you're like, oh no, he's like the noblest dude like around and like basically lost his wife and child, like because of it. And also Max Vinceto, his dad, is a fucking asshole. <laughs> Like, to be explicitly clear. and But, like, the idea of, like, what that turns into, right, which is is, it turns into, like, not just, like, hey, we're helping the unsighted have these experiences and, like, you know, have the the experience of of having this site. It becomes, oh, you can literally look at yours and other dreams. And then people get lost in it. They get lost in the way that people get internet addicted, that people get addicted to social media, that people get addicted to, look, the AI thing we did is a bit earlier on. Like, I've seen people get real. Like, okay, I get it. You like this thing? Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, not gonna call names. Right? Like, hey,
5: Offer like 50 photos for you to, to use. So it's yeah. like, yeah. Like, don't be bitching. It, it's just the first, the one of the best offers they give you is 50 or 100 photos. So it's like. Yeah. But the idea
2: is people fall victim to their own narcissism and become a- addicts for it. And th- what they're basically becoming is what we think of as like like internet addicted, like being online addicted, right? But, but it's like, it's like the vendors ver- 1991, 1999 version of this. And it's, it's a mind blower because if you just change a couple of the terms and make a couple of the things like kind of less cool looking or like smaller, like in the cases of the ostensible phones, it all still works. Um
1: yeah scarily I, so I, I yeah, no, have a line that I have. wanted to um I wanted <laughs> to help Claire but I didn't know how. I thought she had to sweat out all those false images. Uh she had fallen to the deep well of narcissism and she had to climb out towards the light by herself. Which is like such a such a um, a poignant, I think, uh, expression of like you know trying to help people out of this uh, narcissistic like fetishization of looking at themselves through these screens, and that's what they're really doing throughout the entire thing. Just like I'm about to do right. Well I'm doing it right now, but I was gonna say, right? Now, right now. Yeah. There, you go, there you go. There you go. And, and it's
2: crazy because yeah, it, it does look uh well Lindsay characterized it as like looking like the Dire Straits video, uh which, which I think was pretty hilarious. I and mean, it's not quite that bad, but it's definitely yeah, like, but like it. There is something kind of kind of dreamlike about how and and again, another fascinating thing about this movie, this was like the not even the dawn of, of like digital filmmaking, but like the pre-dawn. And he chose to take these images and kind of make them to, to like, like mess with the time. They like change like the contrast and they made them more dreamlike. So as dreams, especially you cannot possibly imagine. There's no way to imagine unless you actually saw it before then, how crazy it looked. We're like, how did like, how did he do this? This is this is crazy look. And then like, oh, it's just digital video. Like, and then we got used to like what that looked like. Right. But like, but it's 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 really remarkable.
3: Which, which, really uh, bringing time. it back to the soundtrack, the uh, the cover of the soundtrack is one of the dream images. It's and like I blown up. You... Yeah, 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 and I can't tell you how much time I have spent just staring at that uh, that album cover, uh, trying to figure out what it is. Um, it's a
2: captivating visual image for sure.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, as it like, like before, a... you know, the brainwaves break it down, and you just you know. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, I think I mean Andy, like this is a pretty visually interesting movie, wouldn't you say? I mean.
3: Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely. Uh, it, it it understands like uh, photography in a very simple way. In fact, there's even like proto bisexual lighting in, uh, uh whenever they're in uh, Hong Kong, <laughs> right, I think.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it was Japan. From the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Paris, Texas was all shot with the A two four lighting, like decades before that.
2: <laughs> it really was. Well, I, it's. I, I mean. And, and the thing that you got to remember, too, is, is like, this is been vendors the first time being given, like, a big budget. And everyone was like, you're nuts. What are you doing? Like, all of it, like, there's, what what, are, what exactly are you doing? Like, like I think <laughs> well, why uh, Roger you, why Ebert. Why are you
3: putting your actors in space? Yeah,
2: Roger Ebert was... <laughs> He did not like the movie. Roger Ebert panned the movie and was like, "I would love to see the documentary about this movie about how they made it because that sounds more interesting." Which,
1: like, all right, all right, time to see it. the documentary about how they made it. Um, <laughs> there you <yeah>. go. <laughs> it does exist, actually. Um, yeah. So this is this is uh, this is this is a two part thing, and I want to talk about both parts. But um, <laughs> that's a is, lot more the first, aesthetics. The first part of this is uh, we're talking about doing the <laughs> syncing. of <laughs> fantastic
2: fantastic
1: the first part they're talking about doing the syncing of the um i i, I hope this is the right order because i accidentally put the order down but there he's in japan and he's working with a video game developer to come up with the dream right. sequences which is kind of insane and it makes sense uh why that early on he understood what texting was going to eventually look like because like you know this is two years after game has kind of come out yeah it's, it's he
2: absolutely nailed it but like it just looks different <laughs> that's the yeah. only thing that's crazy about it
6: and already in wings of desire, the angels were able to hear people's thoughts. So, in a way, it's a logical step to start seeing people's
0: thoughts. 映画の中では、すでにハイビジョンが普及しています。映画のファーストシーンに登場するハイビジョンテレビに流れるミュージックビデオの制作がまず開始されましたしかしフィルムで撮影された素材をハイビジョンに変換した際
6: この、けれども、丸
7: I'm going a to I'm a to I'm I'm
1: He's drinking the coffee because he's having the long, the long day.
6: <laughs> I know basically what I want to do with it and as you've seen yourself it looks really very beautiful and we have basically this, just this one shot, this one head with 30 different lights and can only start really working on it when it's all synced so because I want to feel, want to be working on it more spontaneously I'd rather go home now and not watch all the syncing because then I'll get tired so we only start really tomorrow afternoon but I know more or less what I want to do with it and I think it'll be really amazing oh yeah it's such a beautiful image. You've seen it. It's extraordinary. You see the eyebrows. You see every hair in here. Extraordinary. It's
2: pretty remarkable too because you I mean, see the
1: eyebrows you see every uh, little <laughs> i looked at all the hairs and the eyebrows i counted them to make sure there were enough <laughs> he's like the most teutonic Which, dude
7: right I, I remember uh watching
3: uh i think 2020 like uh back in like 89 90s like that and they, they actually were talking about hdtv in japan uh and how it would yeah. come to america by 1999 <laughs> um so you know it, it makes sense why they kind of included it like that uh yeah. It still wasn't that wide used in 1999, but it was. Uh, it was. It was like more. It was actually available to, to consumers as opposed to uh, in, in 89, 90. Whenever I saw that,
1: apparently uh, NKH, which is the place that they were at, which is the Japan Broadcasting Service, um, was the only place that could play HD TV, like H, you know, HD video like that, and so that's why they used that crazy control room.
2: Sure. Yeah. Hmm and i'm in the control
1: room right now <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say you totally are. uh
2: i i it's notable too that uh, and i'll be honest like i haven't kept up with every single one of vendors uh films but he did some stuff there was like, some some um movies that were like also like art installations with like 3d stuff and things like that so he's also he's always been very technology forward i feel like but every 10 years people try to do 3d stuff and it's like
3: yeah, it's, it's like james cameron but actually makes art Right, like but is it actually like like avatar.
2: Like three like really
3: D. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm not using to that to, to smash, you know, to, to smash James Cameron. To, to, to you know, to slag on James Cameron. <laughs> well, he it's makes he makes art house movies. But, but, he, he makes big yeah. budget art
2: house movies. Is what he does. Sometimes big budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not lately. <laughs> but like, I mean, you know, since you know, Kings of the Road is like the big one, like 1976. Like it's sort of like uh, that's that's the one that kind of brought him to a lot of people's attention and like again
1: that's that's another one
2: it's 176 minutes
1: it's not short and while we're while we're talking about 4k (laughs) apparently nkh is uh broadcasting like right now in 8k they have like the next uh the next like version of that up that's insane (laughs) that's gonna be like you can see every like Every every eyebrow, like,
2: <laughs> every <laughs> pore on someone's nose or something. What yeah, that's the like hell. Who's looking for that? I'm not. That's enough.
3: Yeah, I, I was. uh I, I mean, I remember like uh, just just randomly being out and seeing something on an HD TV. It's like some badly shot Adam Sandler movie. It looks like shit in HD. Like like you know, um, yes. Honestly, some things you don't like, want to see everything.
5: Like old films look clean. It just doesn't look the same. Yeah. They almost look kind of grainy in a way. Yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah. like
3: the grain and and, uh, you know, from the filmmaking really does like help add to the texture of what it is you're seeing.
2: Twilight zone. The original twilight zone. If you watch that stuff in HD, it's like, Oh no, put it back, put it back the way it was. You got to take an edible and be like, (laughs) cause it's like, it just, cuz there's something about yeah like the the, the down sampled graininess of it that like adds to like the mystique and the weirdness for it and then
5: when it's like oh no it's literally
2: just, this is people on a set i can tell it's like not not yeah.
5: to mention another movie but the but i watched the wizard of oz for the first time in a long time and you can literally like they made it so high def 4k whatever you can see like where they put like the makeup on and the yeah, wig that bumps me out. i'm not looking for that i'm yeah. like
3: yeah and, and like uh, you know, the Star Trek too, when it, they have the guy just just like turning a, an invisible thing in the background, like like you didn't notice that on the original uh, show, and now it's in HD. You just see like this this one guy in the background, just like there's nothing there, and he's like turning some kind of like wheel. That's Matt, the wheels in your mind, man. <laughs> now, but Colin, yeah, but but what's your favorite
5: thing about this movie?
2: Me, Christina? Are We yes. asking me. Well, like I said, I think I think that um, it's incredible how prescient this is. Uh, and it's, to me, one of the things that pushed screen-based storytelling to a longer form uh, and, and showed that it could be a success, at least an artistic success, without a commercial one. And I think that when you watch it all at once, you do lose some of the nuance for it, but that's kind of the point. So he built in the viewing. He, it's not that he didn't understand what the viewer was going to be doing, right? He understood like how they were going to perceive it and to some degree and then managed to make that part of the art, which I think is glorious and, and amazing. And it, it's, there's a lot of things to love about this this film. But, I, and again, when the kids, the kids talk about vibe movies, this this is this is an absolute vibe movie. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't work without the vibes. That's a theatrical cut. It doesn't work. It doesn't work, in, folks.
5: Right now, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, you don't have to imagine Christina vibing. Some stuff mm-hmm. should remain at 24 frames per second, Stevie. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with 24p. Yeah, it, it's just like, it's... Uh, look, I, I don't I don't need to see, like uh, like, someone's blackhead, you know, or, like, where the makeup begins. Yeah. I don't want to see that.
3: No, because yeah. like like uh, when the Hobbit came out, like like raising the frame rate didn't help the film at all. No, um, there, was, there was a lot of problems with the Hobbit, and, and the raised frame rate is, is one of the minor things.
2: Yeah, exactly. Start with the storytelling, uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, it's like when, and I get where people commercially were like, "Hey, this needs to be shorter," or like it won't work as a feature film. I get where they thought that, but they were wrong and, and yeah. it's like it's the weird it's the weird situation where the world should have bent to the art yes because the world would be better off if it did and honestly better suited to what actually would happen in the next 10 years rather than just being like uh oh, this guy this, this guy is real busy like they're running around uh <laughs> they got these like portable little video things it's crazy I, I, and it's 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 wild to me that like he could have nailed it that hard and like have this still be an obscurity, even, even amongst like cinephiles. They're like, because everybody will stand up for Paris, Texas, right? Everybody will stand up for Wings of Desire. You should. They're great movies. But mm-hmm. until the end of the world never gets it to.
5: Because. Because. <laughs>
3: because.
2: For <laughs> the audio listeners, Christina pointed to her moniker that says this movie was too
3: long. but the thing is though and and i kept saying this on on twitter there is no fat in this movie there is nothing that you can cut from this like you know um just just to compare it to the batman the batman had like a ton of scenes that you could have Like you could cut an hour from that movie and it'd be actually a better film it's Um, it's like
2: 60 percent fat if you ask me yeah not on the actors or actresses just as a movie yeah, yeah. It yeah. Look very it's, good it's, the
3: There's too much fat, and in, in, uh, that Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, uh, oh. you know, the, the, way too much fat in that. Um, and and uh, that's the problem with a lot of these long movies, it, it, like uh, the Hobbit. It's it's like almost all fat. Um, and I'm not talking well, about. Well, they the, just uh, wanted the they
2: wanted to read it, they, like give us Lord of the Rings, but you know, like what we know, we we so can prepare out. for it to be a hit. I'm like, well. Yeah, but you're, you're not... It's not meant to be that. Like, this is meant to be different. This, this is, like, the prologue to a certain degree. And it's a great story yeah. in and of itself, but it doesn't need to be two
5: movies, man. And even with, like, Marvel films, they're like, maybe we shouldn't make them, like, two and a half hours long. Maybe we can make them two hours long. And even then, it's like... Like, the, like Thor, Love, and Thunder. I'm like, that movie could have been a little it bit can... longer because it just felt like there was stuff missing from that film.
2: Well, and that's... Sometimes there's too many ideas or whatever, but like things like, okay. So in, in, until the end of the world, when the EMP hits and they're in the plane, they're airborne. Talk about the scariest place to be like when an EMP hits, you're airborne, but it's a prop plane. So the engine dies and uh, we weren't managed. He managed to land them. Right. But Claire was handcuffed to the door by the bounty hunter. And they never quite got around to like getting her free. They kind of started doing it, and uh, didn't, didn't really get there. She took the sleeping pills herself because she had the truth drug and didn't want to hurt everybody's feelings. Honestly, relatable. Uh, but <laughs> the yeah, but the um when they land the plane in the middle of the Australian outback, so far away from everything else, what do they do? They have to take off the door to get away, right? So then you get this like they take off the door, and you see them just walking with the door. And they walk up this hill with it. And you're like. What, how would they can? They can't travel super far, like carrying this door. That's crazy, and but they can slide look, downhill
3: with it. But they exactly. The you never showed that. Girl.
2: <laughs> but then, like, if you if you missed all that, so first of all, it's freaking hilarious. But secondly, it's also like well, what's hilarious to me because it's not happening to me. But if you think about the fact that like you're in the middle of the Australian outback, one of the loneliest places that isn't Antarctica on the entire planet. And you're sitting there (laughs) with your best girl who is still drowsy from the sleeping pill she took. And you're carrying a door to a plane as you walk towards what you hope is where civilization and or your friends are. That's terrifying. And the fact that all those emotions can exist at the same time and they're played out in such a way that isn't like tortuous, but like it doesn't short sell it either. That you get an idea of, like, no, this is this is nuts, and then you see, like, okay, then there's just this, uh <laughs> it's like farm equipment, it's like towing <laughs> other things, and then it meet up with the rest of the crew because everyone's always just running around and meeting each other and uh, running into each other randomly. Oh, you happen to be in this city too? Okay, cool. Uh, but it works there because it's where, there's one road. Where else are you gonna go? <laughs> it's just it's just the one. There's just the one now in this one, and that's a metaphor for what all the characters should do. Which everybody has these motivations for different things, like, you know, whether it's like uh, capturing this uh, Interpol wanted criminal for a reward or, um, you know, finding some closure for your weird on again, off again marriage, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone's on the same road at that point, which is like, what do we do now?
5: Uh, to quote the Talking Head song, they're literally on a road to nowhere. Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. Not the one in this movie, but great song. No, no. Uh, <laughs> love it. but it's 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 incredible. I mean, it, it would be a, in the hands of a lesser filmmaker, it'd be an incredibly heavy-handed metaphor. But it's a great one because, and, and the reason why it doesn't work in the theatrical cut, you don't get that. You don't get that feel. You don't get that feel of like, well, crap, what now? And then they're like, oh, cool, we found humans. Oh, but they don't know what's going on either. And like, basically, this is a hand cranked uh, f- like farm machinery, and this is the only reason why we're like it's able to move because it's been an EMP and all these like smart cars as depicted in 1991 being towards 1999 that are not working cuz all the smart car stuff guess what happens when there's an electromagnetic pulse it's gone forget it it's over like the hard drive yeah, you, like the, the you can't the run detectives. A car
3: these days without uh, without those computers
2: exactly and that's in the reasons why it's prescient and and like the and and like the detective starts you know bitching about like oh my hard drives all got wiped like that's like all like everything i had like and and it's like well what does that guy do now who just lived for being a detective and it was like well i don't know i still play harmonica (laughs) 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 which is a beautiful moment but it's only a beautiful moment because everyone's been on this like all right well now we're over in this weird secret base and you know, this really like beautiful esoteric part of the uh of the outback. And I guess we'll just hang out. Sure. What else am I doing? At least there's people, at least there's like food and company, and you know, all right. Could be worse places to be.
3: And I just want to point out too, um uh, back the strange, by the way weird, like <laughs> one of the strange, weird uh coincidences Little about monsters. like real life wow. and this movie uh <laughs> is that um in 1999, one of my favorite albums were both by Andy sachansky and, um, uh, Kurt Swinghammer came out and it has a six minute didgeridoo solo in the middle of it. So, you know, that truly, <laughs> they truly did capture the sound of 1999
2: for me. I was going to say, I, I, I'd say that's way too much didgeridoo, but clearly like it's, it's, it's not. How even about didgeridoo? not didgeridoo. Don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> New rule, everybody. Uh, and and honestly, as not just a musician, but someone that you know uh, plays music live for like my ostensible career, uh, it is torturous anytime there's ever depicted like a jam where like people like, get together on like a movie. And, like, oh no, please don't do that. Please, please don't, please, because don't. it's just it's the worst thing
1: ever. But everybody um, suddenly knows the words. Every single person oh, knows the words. <laughs> it's, it's it's
2: it is it rockets me out of the experience immediately. But like when you see the whole like you know when they're when they're just all hanging out in a group and they're singing like I think it's a kink song right like and, and Claire singing it's like oh no that that actually has emotional poignancy but it's like no I could see that happening right I think was the and Elvis then that's the same song.
3: Uh,
2: was it was Elvis Costello
3: yeah yeah it was uh, you better be right because if you're snapped for wrecking sound- me
2: you better goddamn be right
3: uh I'll, I'll, it, at the scene where she's singing it's it's uh it, it's um uh, Days by uh, Elvis Costello off of that soundtrack. I was singing along with
2: it, you know. This has been another Snap Correction brought to you by Movie Night Extravaganza.
1: Snap uh, Correction. Snap Correction. correction, correction. Uh, uh, guys, sorry for disappearing. I was doing this thing where you, like, watch your dreams on the video <laughs> monitor. Yo, they're, they're doing this thing now. I'm part of this, like, beta test, right? I mean, I, I hope I'm not a beta, but, you know, but they're testing pretty cool. Yeah, they're they're pretty testing cool. my dreams to see if I'm a beta. And, uh, you know, it's a video monitor and, and you watch your dreams and Nothing could possibly go wrong. It's going to be fucking fantastic. Sounds delightful. Yeah.
2: No <laughs> possible drawbacks. But uh, again, it, that, that moves into like, you have like the, the and then there's like the, the, the guy with the, the Australian dude with like the, the fake arm, the claw arm. He's like the didgeridoo master. And it's like, Hey, I want to learn that. You know, of course, what else? You're like just lamping. You're lamping in the middle of the desert. Unless <laughs> yeah. you're part of like the project. You're, like, what are you doing all day? Sure. I'll learn the freaking. uh, do I'll, I'll make my Why own
3: redo and learn how to play it.
2: Yeah, fuck it. Uh, but then, like the way it actually comes together, you kind of see, like, okay, uh, um, the guy—I uh, can't remember his guy—is like Rocco. What's 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 his name? The the French... life. <laughs> Chico, 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 <laughs> Chico the drummer. Oh, by the way somehow like becomes a better drummer during the course of the movie. But like yes. he's like playing he was...
3: drums and then <laughs> and then like, like... like no stop playing drums. You're not a drummer. Yeah, yeah. There's
2: like early on, well and like what what is uh oh god, what what does his his uh Rob his crime partner say? Like have you ever heard him play nope?
1: Oh yeah, I yeah, like, I wrote that down because I was like, There's no way it's, it's, it's a really funny really line. Play. I can't I can't remember
2: right now, but um yeah so see it's the, the the two bank robbers one of the guys is a drummer and then there's the other guy it's just like a dude i don't know like he's just like a guy like doesn't seem to have any <laughs> any hobbies but yeah this the um the the one the character who's a drummer you forget about that and then like you see him playing drums like oh right i forgot that you were a drummer but like the jam that comes up from it is like actually very natural and then like later on you see sam neil like they have like a non-radioactive piano somehow that like they find and um he starts like in the way that it grows is actually very beautiful because it shows how culture and society itself grows and people learn to work together in new and interesting ways. And you wouldn't get that if you didn't get that whole thing that starts with the bounty hunter guy being like, yo, what's up with this didgeridoo? Like, how do I learn this? <laughs> and then you see like the detective by like, yeah, I play harmonica but I just don't talk about it. Oh, okay, cool. You know, like, and it's not like people are announcing their actions and telling you what they're doing. They just, they just do it as a natural course of things. And again, again, again,
1: besides the one besides Sam Neill, who announces every single one of his actions to you in detail. (laughs) He's a writer.
2: We'll give him a pass. Right. But, but like it's, it it works in a way that, again, I loathe all those kinds of scenes in movies. Like they just, it's like utterly, it's douche show. It's, it's horrible. Uh, but did, did you, did you find the line? Cause it's a great line.
1: Uh, no, I guess I didn't write that. I, I wrote down when he said, uh, everybody wants to say rock and roll or everybody wants to label you and say rock and roll. And then you say what type? And we just do rock and roll. I thought I wrote it down, but you know, there's nine pages of notes. So there you go. There's so many
2: quotes from this. There's so many like funny lines. It's like, it, it's, it's really like, you know, where, where yeah, start, like, where like you every
3: single at? scene is actually like, you know, uh, introducing a character. It always pays off. Um, except for where they got the non-radioactive piano from. That's the only question they don't answer. Yeah, where do you
2: find a piano in the Outback? Well, this happened to everyone around. It was in tune. All right.
1: Piano Dundee. <laughs> you know? You gotta you gotta wrangle those pianos like a fucking crocodile. They're out in the wild over there. You actually have to catch them. You have to catch the pianos. Yeah. They're roaming the... They're I mean, roaming, that's what happened to Steve
3: Irwin. Mm-hmm. A, uh, a grand piano fell on him.
1: Oh, man. R.I.P. to the real one.
2: I can't remember what he says like at the beginning when you very first for me the character but it's like as far as like she's like oh, a okay, i've ever heard him play or something but he's like i, yeah, no, I, I, I know... know
1: exactly what line you're talking about i just can't it, remember it, it's amazing
2: but it's something along, along the lines of no but i assume it's terrible or something along those lines but it's more clever wordplay yeah uh, but then when you actually see him like like again like four hours deep like oh yeah i forgot that dude plays drums
5: <laughs> right on, and then that helps like build this which community, which would definitely make it very forgettable if you watch the theatrical cut. I'm assuming because none of that's gonna be there. None of it, like that. Look, the character's hardly there, let alone like why it's
2: important and why it matters to like it being indicative of rebuilding of humanity and getting down to communitarian aspects of what actually matters after everything. You know, the shit goes down. Larissa <laughs> <laughs> Rungas like the mean Gormaca this is this is all a right. recast until the end of the world but replace one character with odor sarongas
1: <laughs> um i like i like that once they find out that the world isn't ending everyone just kind of goes home like most of them and that's when they <laughs> <feel Exactly. after.
2: laughs> like all right well i guess i'll uh, go back to whatever i was up to before uh it's cool
1: uh, hey, yeah, yeah doing, I've been, uh, in the, uh, what what the old that?
3: lady was uh, not y2k compliant but uh yeah yeah goodbye everybody
2: yeah, except for Claire, who gets locked in the the, the, the detox pen.
1: Yes, <laughs> I feel like she, she could Twitter addiction in
3: the outback. Yes. I
1: yes. feel like she could have broken out of that detox pen. Like that didn't seem like it was a very. <laughs> I don't know. She could have slipped through the bars or something.
3: I think they used that yeah. howling three uh, to keep the werewolves in. No, never
2: mind. <laughs> I'm sure, they did,
3: but but I think it's
2: like think about. Where she's at. She she is obsessed with the liminal spaces of the self and the dream world, right? So she's she, she's the in the real world as an inconvenience, basically, because she's that she becomes that addicted to it. Which again, you can make a whole movie just about that, and many people have, but this is just like the last 40 minutes. <laughs> and That's it's it's happened. crazy. Yeah, there's a lot that happens. And people. it's after yeah. most people
1: go home. <laughs> right. <laughs> or turn it off. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here in the outback. But she basically becomes screen addicted,
5: you know. That that's like that's what it is. It's just that it's you know. It's- Speaking of being screen addicted, uh, I actually on my phone have Tommy Wassell's um, Twitch channel up because he's on Twitch now. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. come on the podcast. Oh hi
1: Twitch. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but you're watching that now while you're on with us. It's on. It's on mute, so I can't really pay attention. <laughs> she could
1: have. She could have been watching the movie the whole time, and then she could have gotten through the first two scenes.
5: Yeah. yeah i'm having him reach a good view count okay he's got like 170 people in there okay whatever oh hi mark oh hi audrey (laughs) Um, <laughs>
2: all right I, I did envision this being me like talking for like 80 85 percent of the show so please no, you, I, a, you picked silly I know why wanna I wanna I agree I, there's so much
5: to talk about with it
2: no, no, like, and I,
3: like like we barely <laughs> talked about the music because like like every Amazing. single every single song was a banger and and I love the fact that like um uh, soundtrack for sure you know not, not only did they they dip into uh, Elvis's Hollywood years which I, I'm gonna argue uh, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take this argument offline. Uh, but, uh, the Hollywood years had some of Elvis's best songs, but the worst produced ones that he ever did. You can pay like, yeah. for that one. Um, yeah. and, and, uh, summer kisses winter dreams is not one of them. It's one of the few standouts, the Hollywood years, as far as like, uh, stand-alone songs. And that song was actually produced by, um, uh antonio batta rossi Bata Lamente
2: and jilly crew sang it and it's called summer
3: kisses winter and, Tour, and, and you, le- fact check. you also you. left out the other producer of that song which was um i, don't know, I know the other one who's the other one oh the, the other one it's the it's the director of um uh 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 the famous director guy who,
2: name <laughs> oh just... yeah that one um you can't do a snap correction He did dune david lynch Yes, David Lynch. Well, David also. Lynch and Bob are, are like they're
3: yeah. like Happy no, but they, they were actually they actually worked with her to produce that song, which which is yeah, kind of well, cool then, that that it's wow. on there.
2: Okay, like do you remember when we covered Blue Velvet, which I was only on for like half of it, right? And the you fact had to tell like- Anna that it was a good
5: movie and you changed your mind on it. Absolutely. I certainly mm-hmm. did. And that,
2: that was the first time the battle of Mente and, and Lynch had uh, worked together. And that was with um, uh, the titular song. Right. And the, the arrangement of it, like being made for that. And that basically defined the entire David Lynch oeuvre. But the idea of like, remember that the edict in 1991 was come up with something you would come up with 10 years from now. So it's interesting that it would not just be like an Elvis song, but like an Elvis song from that era. I think that's interesting. I think that's cool. Yeah, At least it's not because, clam bake. He
1: talks about it. <laughs> I think
5: there's gonna be a
2: lot of clam bakes in the future. <laughs>
1: uh oh, really? he talks about okay. it in uh I'm trying to find the here. Yeah. Um, you
2: don't say by the way, isn't there like a uh, uh Katie Lang is on uh the the
3: uh, Calling All Angels it? with Jane Sidberry. Jane
2: yeah, Jane, uh yeah, what's what's her name? Yeah, Jane Sidberry, right? Like she's like a Canadian um
3: yeah, she was also character. on the Crow soundtrack. She did. Yeah, uh, she was
2: all... She was fucking everything in, like, 91. like Not like the early 90s. And then, like, gone. Just yes. gone.
1: Yo, do you guys <laughs> see my boys back there? Lennon, Stalin, Mao. Yeah. yeah, look at that. <laughs> need one of those shirts. I actually really liked that mural when they walked past it. I was like, oh, I, I, know, I know who those are. <laughs> I've always been a music junkie. Like, always bought more music
8: than I could handle. And as a student I actually I mean I can say that I know what guys many more. I made myself a coat. It's like a Columbo coat. A raincoat. And inside it had big pockets the size of an L P and I stole a whole lot of LPs. Because I couldn't afford them. But I made up and paid enough afterwards because, especially when CDs came out, I bought my share of something up to 50 a week or a month. I'm still buying excessive amounts of music, much to the dismay of my wife.
6: Laps like Sanskrit where to a pony. I see you in the
8: mind's eye, strangling on your tongue. Thinking about a film that would take place in the near future, I'm here, I'm here. 10 years, of course, needed to have music in there. It was such a road movie. There was going to be ample opportunity to play music in the film. No good.
6: No good at all.
8: I figured in the year 2000, they couldn't just listen to old stuff from the 90s. <laughs> so I had this bold idea to write to all my favorite bands if they couldn't project themselves into the future. And I did write 20 letters, thinking half of them will say no, or maybe more. And then only two said no. So. I had a lot of music to deal with, and that was another good reason why the movie movie had to be so long.
7: <laughs> oh, is that and, it? Yeah, it sounds interesting.
8: <laughs> and they send scenes from the script to each of them, and they all reacted and did something that sort of was linked to the scene or to the subject of future ways of seeing and dreaming and God knows what they all related to the story that I gave them. And, and in the end, they all wrote stuff that was a little different from what they were doing at the time. Because it was obviously the issue was, please try to imagine what sort of music you would make in 10 years from now. Some took that very seriously and really came up with a different sound. And others did what they've always been done, but they're still doing it. So <laughs> the future was was not so different from the past
2: and uh, others also submitted music <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I I some of some of the artists I just did not think that maybe they would have evolved uh within that within that 10-year space so maybe this was not uh the the worst thing but others could be. <laughs> I can see you
3: two use that exact same uh, effects pedal that they did in every song in 1991. Wow.
2: Well, yeah. I mean it's like their thing, right? Like that that's like yeah. like if you if you watch it'll get loud or whatever it was like, you know, like it's just like yeah, this is basically the thing I do. Don't no 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 no! no. It's, it's like and it's it's hilarious. It's, I mean, as I'm r- surprised r- the r- video r-
1: monitors r- didn't come preloaded r- with a YouTube album. <laughs> and then that, that gets stuck in your dream, and then you're stuck in a YouTube. You're stuck in like listening to Bono in your dream, but also oh dreaming about Bono. And then you know it's it's yeah. it's it's hell. That's my hell. I, I have had actual <laughs>
5: nightmares like that. Yeah, just so you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I I actually did end up finding what I was looking for. So thank you,
4: Bono.
5: <laughs> well done. Well played. Well bold uh who said no or, or like who uh who
2: like who like who didn't an- who didn't an- like because remember this is Vin vendors like post wings of desire right wings of desire is like uh, what what would be the equivalent it, it wouldn't be like parasite because it, it wasn't like winning awards like parasite but it was like that was like the movie that was like the like the punk rocker you know weirdo goth kid like movie
5: wings
3: hey of desire. Yeah, and I haven't seen the film, but I've seen the uh the Nick Cave and uh, Crime and City Solution performances from the film, so uh which is all we I We should now. do it. It's good. It's it's
2: good, and it's also not four hours and 47 yeah. minutes long. And, and I
3: just found out <laughs> that the sequel uh to Wings of Desire has uh you two with Johnny Cash on uh seeing lead. Really? Yeah
2: See, he, and, and like <laughs> and I said this in, in our private chat, but that's a movie that like he, at the end of it it goes to be continued, and you're like, what really? Like, why? Like, that's,
3: <laughs> yeah, that's no, a great, yeah, no, he that's
2: no a great story. To there's, no need, there's no need to, like, have any other... And, like, apparently... And I kind of peeked at the reviews on Letterboxd, and that's kind of a lot of people's uh, take on it. But they're like, no, but it is good. But it's different. And, like,
3: okay. Yeah, well, the whole thing was is that he realized that after the uh, Berlin Wall came down, he wanted to do a movie about that. Yeah. And, yeah, since and it's Wings a different of Desire, kind of movie. Yeah, since Wings' of Desire took place in Berlin um figured yeah. why not just kind of continue the story and uh that that's what that's where that came from but who told them no
2: that's what i want to know yeah, i'm trying, like I'm no trying i'm not to gonna, gonna do that
1: i would I'm love to, to know if that. there's any information about that
2: because to me it seems like everybody said yes like you two said yes depeche mode patty smith elvis Costello, r.a.m can can yes.
3: can legendary <laughs> kraut rock band can
2: yeah, Lou Reed, T Bone Burnett, uh Cram the City Solution, Neon Cherry, Julie Cruz, Talking Heads, uh Grammarville, obviously. Uh, I obviously Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. There's a documentary about literally the making of that song. That's how important yeah. that is. Like, but but who said no? It seems like like every like Daniel Lennon was in this. Like, I mean, like, Jesus Christ, like everybody said yes. Who said who said no? Metallica? Michael
1: Jackson said no.
2: Cher <laughs>
1: but- yeah, she- I mean, I mean, said yeah. no. She, she's like, I'm
3: saving it up for the real
1: 1999. Yeah, um, so I believe the there's a life after of... until the end of the world. This is this is uh, this is the the second part of him talking about the music, though.
2: Okay, cool. Go right on. Five
8: See, I always felt that music was not something you would add to the film; or was not just an ingredient. It was part of the storytelling process, and sometimes a piece of music could do it better than any dialogue. <laughs> Usually I'd be very scared to do that. And somehow in this film, projecting ourselves into the future, somehow the music was so much part of the process that the fact that it did tell the story sometimes was falling into place so it wasn't embarrassing. Sometimes it can be. In that case, the storytelling Qualities of some of the songs altogether was fine. There's too much story anyway. <laughs> Most of these letters I read were also the musicians I was listening to at the sa- at the same time. So we listened to all of these people all the time doing the shoot. I mean, and sometimes we were driving like two hours to the set in Australia. So we needed a lot of music, and that was mainly the music that ended up in the film. Not, we didn't necessarily have the 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 song yet, but we listened to everything these guys were doing. These guys and girls were doing so that soundtrack was already very much in our daily life when we were shooting and editing the film. the cave had been in Wings of Desire, had already contributed another song to Far Away So Close, so that was relatively easy to ask. Other people I had never met, like R.E.M. I hadn't met before, so I just wrote a letter. And they wrote a fantastic song. He's got his in that big easy. when they all enter the new millennium and they're all in the the Outback in Australia, and they're having this big party on New Year's Eve 2000. And the song that the actors, some of them were musicians, rehearsed for it was a kink song, Days. Ha! Ha, ha, ha!
3: Ha! Kinks, like I said. But it was covered by
2: Elvis Costello on the soundtrack. Well, but it's a fucking kink song, so I was 100% okay. correct. <laughs> i have only correct- making- I'm only being a dick about it because you made a snap correction
5: on me when I said it was a kink song and it
1: snap, correction, it kink song. snap correction. Snap correction. <laughs> snap snap correction. Correction. Honestly, we
5: got sound bites for like these moments. <laughs> right, exactly.
2: But I knew it because it's because uh that's uh, a, a kinks are the rare example of a band, like their first record is absolutely not their best one. If you get to Village Green Preservation Society, it's awesome. And like that's a that's off it anyway, doesn't matter. But like Cool. You had, you had me doubting myself, and I shouldn't doubt myself. Okay. The, so the
3: bottom line is Elvis Costello covered it, and that's what's on the soundtrack, so that's what I know. The bottom line is Elvis Costello covered it.
2: Correct. Meaning it covered a kink song. So you're right that Elvis Costello- But I didn't know
3: it was a cover. cover. I thought it was an original. All right. Design. All
1: right. Literally let's let's get back on a track shit. here. Yeah. This, this argument wow. Is. Wow. wow, that wow. Be, let's it, just
3: Forrest <laughs> over here
5: trying to keep everybody in line.
1: Like, I'm barely I'm barely I'm doody. barely hanging on with being fucking sick and you know what I'm still I'm still managing to correct correct the space
2: we we need we do need a snap <laughs> correction bit because you guys do it so much like and I'm only bringing it up on air because it ha- it happens so often that like we need a funny thing to like correct like correction you to transition. Yeah. Yeah. correction
4: you can definitely
2: <laughs> a, to like, go. You explain things too like screen graphics where like <laughs> 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 like, yeah. like
1: or like, to to like uh like John Oliver snapping. does. John Oliver has the graphic that he does. Uh he's like uh he does like the fork fact graphic or whatever, it's like fork fracked and just like like that. <laughs> but it, too bad we don't yeah, we
2: need like we need somebody in the show that does like video stuff. Yeah. yeah. If only there was someone that did video <laughs> stuff.
1: <laughs> where would I find where would uh-huh. I was, want uh, it anyone right around here know right 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 an <laughs> editor? ISO oh, ISO oh, an my. editor.
2: If only we knew someone that did that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If I knew someone Uh, like that, I'd have, I'd have jobs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, I mean, I think that that's fascinating. Um, And again, I'm going to harken back to the fact that like wings of desire was like very big amongst people that are like into film and like, you know, cool, weird outsider art. and. Again, like before punk rock culture and like nerd culture was like mainstreamed in the way that it is now that like it was, you know, if you be like, oh, you're, you know, Ways of Desire. Oh, my God. Amazing. Right. Uh, so, of course, like all these bands would say yes to him. Right. Like it's it's like, yes, that sounds that sounds cool. And it's a rare moment in time where I mean, he literally wrote letters, letters on paper <laughs> to them. But that's
1: I mean, that's adorable. Hey, he didn't email them
2: he did not email them exactly
1: he did not video fax them he did not
2: uh look up on bounty bear to see where they were at and
1: uh... (laughs) i looked up on, on the bounty bear i wanted to see where my favorite artists were and then i hand delivered them all a letter i had to go to 11 different countries this should be its own documentary exactly
2: Exactly. he shot the movie just trying to deliver the letters for the soundtrack (laughs) in person uh but i mean but but i love that like like the story of like the making of this is like just you know it's beautiful in and of itself and it's a it's a story of like an artist creating art even though like a lot of people are like i don't understand this i don't respect it and i'm not sure if i'm even gonna like it but okay cool i'm along for the ride (laughs) And that's—I mean—that for me, that's—that's what's all about. It's like, they it's said the to
1: place. me, "They said to me, I don't understand this. Uh, <laughs> you know, I—I I don't get this, but I am along for the ride, and that is really what a road movie is all about."
2: Which is, <laughs> which is is, <laughs> is, 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 film and trade, right? I mean, like, I still have not seen Kings of the Road, and I, I keep—I've had it on my watch list for forever. Uh, but that's, yeah, that, thats the one that kind of like defined him as, like, oh, it's road trip movie guy. <laughs> which is kind of hilarious because
3: he didn't really just
2: do that but like that's it was so good that like people like thought of it inherent with him which is the worst not, you know, worst things to be associated with
3: and the weird thing is too is he keeps putting the guy uh the same german actor too playing winters in all of his oh, oh, films uh,
2: yeah uh what's that fella's name um he he's in like a lot of issues is i don't know if it's everything but it's definitely he's like you know how like we talk about how like directors kind of get hung up on uh Certain actors, and like we'll just use them and everything, right? I mean, that's that's not just us talking about that, that's like (laughs) everyone,
4: yeah. We're um, doing this, uh,
2: Rudiger Vogler, something like that, like, right? Like, because he's in, like, um, he's I don't think he's in Wings Wings of Desire. But I think he's he's in he's in the sequel. He's in uh, Alice in the Cities. He's in obviously he's the detective in this
3: one. Um, yeah, and he's playing Philip uh, Winter, who who has like different jobs in every single film too, uh, which makes it even stranger.
2: Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh.
3: Yeah. He's like a um. Uh, he he's playing like... the, He's
2: doing a uh, like a, oh god what's the um uh, Belzer's character in uh, um Munch. <laughs> Detective Munch, <laughs> where he's like, please.
1: Rudiger, Rudiger Vogler is most known for, oh, like, known for, like, on Wikipedia, it says, like, known for collaboration with Vim Vendis. That's like, <laughs> that's one thing yeah. <laughs> that it's, so, it's dedicated. I mean, he's got it, he's got her.
2: big, like, detective energy, so, like, why not? Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. It's, no, it's, no, it, it works. works
1: the the biggest uh, paragraph on his wikipedia page is just about vim vendas and how many movies he's been in with him.
3: but the the thing he is he was like, like uh the the Not later film the he did that. lisbon Weird. theater uh lisbon st- uh, story which you know they they actually part of this movie takes place in lisbon but uh, uh a different movie where he plays uh you know winters um it's a detective story but he's this uh he's a filmmaker uh, he captures sound but, um hmm. the director goes disappears so he has to go find the director and so so I kind of wonder if that's like an origin story for this character uh you know set in 1994 that's interesting. Huh. In Elizabeth yeah,
2: I I I yeah. I have not seen that but I like definitely recognized it. it was like oh yeah it's that dude right but like he's a that dude kind of actor <laughs> for sure but he's been in like yeah like tons of stuff and I've, I again it's crazy that like the one mitters movie is not in his wings of desire <laughs>
3: He's yeah, he's to the Merkel biopic. There's <laughs> there's a, a Merkel biopic. Wow. Okay.
2: Yeah. I did not know this.
1: <laughs> shout out to to Rudiger <laughs> Vogler. I probably <laughs> there he is. you know there he is.
2: He's got a most Teutonic name for sure. <laughs> um. Cool. I actually did not know that. I mean, I know that dude. Like, is a dude, like, oh yeah, that guy's in a bunch of stuff. Like, but. I didn't realize to the extent of it. Anyway, uh, I, I don't want this episode to be as long as the movie. Do, do we want to do letterbox one-liners? And yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. I think so we should letter- just start
3: talking about our dreams. <laughs> <laughs> we can start that for the next forty-five minutes. minutes.
1: One time, I had to dream. I went to eleven different countries. I was trying to make a movie.
2: It's too bad that. Oh wait, do we have? I feel like virtual backgrounds, right? Like, we, I'm trying to think of like, remember like. Uh, when Max were new and they had like the whole photo booth thing and everybody was like taking like a photo booth picture. Check it out. It's like Predator Vision and stuff. Anyway, whatever. Nobody? Okay, cool. Uh, so Letterbox is a place for film. It's a place for film lovers to talk at, with, and to each other about the films that they love, films that they didn't love, the films that they fell asleep repeatedly to. Uh, of course, everybody gets to have their say, not just the Siskels, not just the Eberts, not a fan uh Roger Ebert of this movie. Bottom-up democracy, everyone gets to have their say. Uh, Best expressed succinctly and tightly
4: unlike
2: unlike this film as much as I love it. It is is either either succinct or tight. It is gorgeous. Uh, Of course, all of this is um, uh, uh, succinctly put in the classic one-liner format, which is what we're doing right here. This is the one-liners for Until the End of the World. Let's go, Forest. When they slept, they dreamed about their dreams. <laughs> yeah, and I think the
1: one you picked for the first one didn't load, so I have to pull that up at the end of this. But that—that
2: that, that would oh, okay. All right that that was a good that was a good one to start with. But that's fine. There's one different. This is what I anticipate study abroad is like. Not sure which character I am though. Hopefully one of the mysterious, romantically active ones. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: This is more like study abroad, 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 abroad. abroad. Yeah, They're all trying to study one broad, Claire. Am I right? (laughs) There's only one broad left at the end of the world. Which of you 10 guys gets together? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently the answer answer is none of you because she has self-discovery to do. And that's what the story is really about.
2: Runs off into space after getting internet addicted. (laughs) This film took I Could Fix Him to another level. Love to see representation on the big screen for me. <laughs> <laughs> and weirdly like other than the whole like ditching his wife and kid thing like we've heard characters like one of the more well-adjusted people in this
1: i mean okay. daddy issues for sure but
2: daddy issues for sure but can you blame him? i mean max von character is kind of a
1: monster <laughs> he's like uh he's he's max von seito destroyer of worlds
2: <laughs> what did they
3: go out for tacos
1: <laughs> <laughs> bounty bear WTF. I'm surprised they didn't try to copy that for like Dog the Bounty Hunter or whatever one of those shows. Like, they've never tried to like uh, repeat like the Bounty Hunter database and done like a cool graphic from one of those Bounty Hunters. Yeah. Also, it's really fucked up that we have Bounty Hunter reality shows. That shouldn't be a thing. That's yes, very I mean, weird that that exists. It
2: seems like it's against the idea of being a Bounty Hunter to
1: me, but...
2: <laughs> Unless it's Boba Fett, in which case I'm here for it.
1: Those you. dudes are definitely not real. I mean, the ones that are on TV, right? Like, they're not, I mean, they're they're, just... they're not sending their best. They're like celebrity bounty hunters.
2: Yeah, they're, they're like the boss of bounty hunters. <laughs> <laughs> <TV shows. laughs> that is it that is the nichiest star wars joke i have ever made in my entire life just to be explicitly clear bonnie would be proud of that (laughs) bonnie bear thank you this is four hours of sam neill accepting that he's in the friend zone
3: (laughs) (laughs) true
1: and and even when he does accept it it doesn't he I don't think it really, like, no, like he's, no he's writing the story out and he's like, you know, he's like, well, we weren't meant to be together and you can still tell, like, he still thinks they are like, but maybe <laughs>
2: you're saying there's a chance
1: you want to move. Uh, you want to move back in? Yeah. You want to move there's back any... in?
2: Okay. <laughs> no, nobody said that. I'm not doing that. No, that's not happening.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is a friend of the show, Aaron from uh, hip factory. In the end, there were only images
1: i love that line it's a
2: great line it's again some some, every it's... once in a while every, <laughs> every once in a while that won't be funny it'll just be ones that i think are very to cool
1: well <laughs> and I, I, I shall say that uh it's in the the context of him arguing out um which is better the word or images because he's mr right. he's mr mm-hmm. fucking writer over there that, which you know, is
2: very like, prescient too as everything's pushed towards video right in the last 10 years
1: yeah so. So he's like, he's like, oh, no one wants to talk about the word anymore. It's all about images. Uh, yeah, I'm, Sam now. <laughs> yeah, I'm Sam Neal. Yeah,
2: I'm Sam of, which, like, She
1: doesn't like me. She only likes images.
2: <laughs> Speaking of images, five hours of the guy from Jurassic Park getting cucked.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps coming back for more. Homie has like a humiliation fetish.
2: Yeah, he, he, Apparently, he's into it. Yeah, he's sending her money. he like, shows up whenever she needs him. Yeah, yeah.
1: He gets feet pics. He's like, yo, these are, these are, these are clutch. <laughs> Harsh
2: joke. <laughs> I want to live in this movie aesthetic.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: I like, I like, I like
1: this.
3: exactly like this.
1: I like that this is not afraid to be a vibes movie up until the last forty five minutes when it like it gives you a full fucking uh like media literacy slash criticism lecture like these are like pretty much like the the, the action of the last forty five minutes stop being vibes and start being like what I learned in in, in college. <laughs> yeah,
2: one well, and one thing that I like a lot about this particular Letterboxd one liner too is that um when William Hurt's character takes the. Not video, but like the the, the, the images of, of of Max's character. Like he talks about like, you know, that basically in, in a very clever, hilarious and loquacious way talking about how the fact that he's like an old, like kind of ugly dude. And that like he wants to live in a world where the aesthetic matches that, you know, he's the attractive one and all these young, attractive people. And it's such a small moment in this like long epic, uh, but very clever for, for this review to reference that because it's, it's it tells you everything where his characters all bluster f- through most of the film like you realize he has some degree of self-awareness and it's, yeah it's a, it's a nice moment
1: and he also says he's uh he's a white fellow so there you go <laughs> <laughs> good lord i also hate technology sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she, when she has her fucking, when she's freaking out with her, uh, with, with the video monitor battery and is just screaming, I was like, I was like, this is me and my, like, that was me when I went to the city and my phone died on the train and I was like trying to get home and then there was a roadblock on the train and I was trying to figure out how to plug like my phone charger in or whatever. Like, that was literally my, like, screaming. <laughs> Hard relatable
2: are relatable I am dead my soul is dead is also the typical reaction I have to the battery dying for the device I use to view my dreams <laughs> I didn't I didn't
1: cue that comment up purposely <laughs> yeah
2: that's uh you know it's relatable I, I, I get it's relatable in a way that like uh, it hits different now but it's <laughs> why this movie rocks
1: I need a battery for my video monitor. <laughs> i love living in my huge drug
2: mansion where we watch chuck and heads music videos on a big screen
1: dun, dun, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like very first time i saw this and i saw that i, I was like oh rad and i thought it was like, oh this is going to be a totally different kind of movie like that, that like I, I didn't understand, like, what was going to be happening. I was like, oh, cool. I'm into this already. This is great.
1: This is well, awesome. Well, there's, I mean, it is it is the biggest vibe as part of this movie when she's walking through the fucking drug mansion yeah. and the music is playing. It's almost like one of those things where they're, like, following somebody through a party and, like, a music video. And then she gets in her car and the music keeps going. And Vim Vendors, what I like about him, he's not afraid to just let the music keep going and, like, You're drive in real time like (laughs) well
2: and then you kind of like hear about like the impending you know disaster event like in the background it's kind of important but kind of not people are sort of like tuned out and doing their own thing like it's it's treated with a nonchalance that i think we don't get out of most apocalypse movies until you get to basically don't look up
1: yeah um i i i kind of uh definitely forgot that there was the Indian satellite in the <laughs> for a lot of it. And then when the when the fucking plane and stuff and they're like, oh, that's because they blow the satellite. I was like, yeah, because they blew up the satellite. satellite like they're going to do it. for like
2: three hours. But you forget because this is like in the background and like you get wrapped up <laughs> in these people's story, right? Yeah, that's what makes us interesting. Really makes you wonder what was in the additional 15 hours he had to edit out.
1: Just her living in the drug mansion. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just watching different talking heads videos. Yeah. Just like goes to the whole catalog.
1: Been, been there to be honest, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> if this movie was just five hours of the bounty hunter guy learning the didgeridoo would be even better. But alas, all we got was this masterpiece.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Respect. He does learn it though. And that's, it's, it's kind of awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You'd think he would have already known how to do it. He was like Australian, but whatever. I mean,
2: that is Australia oh. racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, come on. Seriously. Just because I'm, I'm down under. You think I know how to play the... the my... I <laughs>
2: think I wrote here on a kangaroo too. Vim Benders, Sci-Fi Noir Vaporwave Dreamscapes to Vibe to Five hour mix.
1: Yo, there's definitely <laughs> that. That definitely exists somewhere. Good
5: streamer music.
1: <laughs>
2: Any kindly bank robbers out there who want to fund an international espionage adventure where I lose my humanity to a technological prism of my own subconsciousness, hit me up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't make it today. You know,
2: those are the letterbox one-liners for until the end of the world. Please follow the show on letterbox. Uh, Moving extravaganza. That's dream sequence flock over there logging all the stuff on the show when he deigns to do so Uh, i am coney bounty conan coney conan bounty bear neutron (laughs) Twenty Twenty Two. i don't even know what my own name is that's why i'm mad uh and i am all up on letterboxd logging the new the old the high mid lowbrow uh all the stuff that uh, is fit to view on there j andrew until the end of the world Tailor made for you, this nickname. Uh, is watching all the weird. <laughs> nice piano, by the way. Is that radioactive? Yes, <laughs> yes, it is.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I found a- most pianos are radioactive, actually. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a typical thing. People don't know this about pianos. Yes. Uh, watching it's all the radioactive.
1: Weird- uh, it's only a radioactive, you know, piano if you catch it in the radioactive piano area of the outback.
2: Of the outback, exactly. Yeah. Other than that,
1: it, otherwise it's just. <laughs>
2: Otherwise, it's just just a sparkling atomic? I was, gonna, uh, I was gonna
1: say it's just a it's just a static fucking keyboard.
2: Yeah, that 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 works too. But sparkling <laughs> atomic works for me because I'm to get it anyway. So sparkling uh, atomic uh, reversal. Yes, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> watching all the weirdest stuff, so you, so you don't have to, or maybe so you can, and reviewing it all on Letterbox. Uh, this movie was too long, Christina. Cosme, Christina, down there is uh, watching stuff when it suits her for vibes reasons and for other reasons. Maybe we'll see Don't Worry Darling pop up soon. It's, yeah. it's kind of like uh, we
5: we'll, It's we'll really my it. favorite movie of, of 2022. So. That's
2: great! I think it's awesome. So I'm excited yeah. to see you actually log back into that account and uh, do something with it. But yeah. uh, follow her on there as well. As well as all the lovely people that uh, are in the orbit of this show that are on there and are not. Uh, Jay, Andrew, until the end of the world, please take it away with the god dang plugs, would you?
3: You're watching us on YouTube right now, so please do those YouTube things. Like, Unless you're comments, watching on Twitch. <laughs> subscribe. Yeah, you can do the Twitch things, too. Uh, fall on the floor, shake. <laughs>
1: those are questions. That happens when I get withdrawn from that, my that is,
3: I hope that wasn't prepared material. That was
1: not-
3: <laughs> <laughs> No. Um but but I was going to say on YouTube, one thing that actually helps us out, watch this video to the end. You get a slapping Conan Neutron song and uh that helps us uh let uh, other movie fans find our work.
2: Please please be assured that there is no slap bass in this theme. You slap of the bass I slap at you face.
1: Slap <laughs> <laughs> <Schlappin'> of the bass. <laughs>
3: Uh, but also follow us on Twitter. Unless you're Mike Watt,
2: which we'll get to that. But anyway, go ahead.
3: Yeah, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we're on there. Follow us. Follow us on Facebook. Happening.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get it's for boomers. Like, I don't like it either. But like, Jesus Christ, there's many people who like, watch this show. It's embarrassing how few we're, people uh, you follow on Facebook. We're, we're,
1: we're, you know, we're going to get trapped in the metaverse, all of us at one point.
3: <laughs> exactly. Might as well I get prepared. Play with play. Yeah, we won't have any legs, but that's okay. You can still watch us. We don't have legs right
2: now. I feel like every time we post something, it's like KT responding to it, that's <laughs> the, and that's it. Like maybe sometimes not whatever. happily
1: about the AI no, no. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever.
2: But it's cool. Yeah, follow us on Facebook if that's a thing that you do, and if it's not, we get it. We don't like it either, but
3: whatever. Yes, uh, but that's one. And on?
2: Instagram, Instagram is actually pretty active as well. But like, I think like I, we don't need to like entice people for that. I feel like for as many people that like are constantly talking about movies on Facebook, they should follow the show. God damn it. I'm saying yes. it right now.
5: True.
3: Yes, and we have a Patreon, and you should you should uh, support us there if you can, uh, which would be great. That helps to get this more excellent
2: scene. art like this over here. <laughs> this dream sequence, Flaco <laughs> image, that's <laughs>
3: right
2: here. <laughs>
3: yes, <laughs> kind of looks like Christina,
2: actually.
5: Like
3: uh, that's on. what i was saying earlier. Yeah, it's yeah. weird, like like uh, Forest Dream Self is Christina.
5: Yeah.
3: It's kind of uh, Freudian.
2: I have I have no words. Freudian. I don't know. Move on. <laughs> that's, 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 I, I, we're, we're gonna we're just gonna pretend like that didn't happen.
3: Indeed. Um. Hey. So. So. Uh, speaking of Mike Watt, uh, he he was on Photonic Reversal" recently.
2: He was, yeah. Two episodes of controversial this week. Mike Watt, Ledger, and Mike Watt, Minutemen, Firehose, Stooges, Flipper, uh, MSSV, um, DIY, Paragon, Spiel Talker, <laughs> and then I also had Mike Pagata of um, Mike Pagata, Mike Watt, and Jim Keltner, who's a famous session dude. He's done all like all played with like the Traveling Wilburys and um, uh, Bob Dylan and the, all all kinds of folks. They they put out a new record and it's great and it's awesome and so I, there's two episodes of protonic this week as well as two episodes of this show uh and uh yeah so you get to hear like the do rashomon effect you hear mike watts version of like making that record and then mike Bagata's version who's his awesome experimental guitar player uh the i think it's i think they're both patron only right now but they'll be up for the general feed on monday if you're too cheap to pay a dollar like how i frame that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> most people yeah, are by the way just, like like. oh wait i'm like thanks thanks appreciate that
3: it's a dollar is,
2: yeah <laughs> oh, and, and
3: it really does help uh, i see some shows that are like especially. like ten
2: dollars a month or something for their patreon i'm like yeah really okay good for you if you can do that Man, yeah, don't what why are you pitching for I'm, yeah, I'm not i'm not, not player hated i'm just saying that like it's a dollar like a dollar is like what is it dollar?
3: Adana. and uh I mean, christina did, did... oh no no wait we haven't finished you yet because we still have to talk about uh some albums go to neutron friends on uh get some awesome music is that is that
2: where it's a, it's, it's like a live cam <laughs> yeah,
3: it's, it's a video stream of video stream. uh you know it's how you it's how you video fax you
2: uh uh-huh. yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly it's really expensive you got a video fax up to them
3: too. yeah <laughs> But but uh you know uh absolutely check out How are you always
2: is it that hard to remember I feel like you're always flailing for this. Like why am always
3: you... tripping over words and uh it blows my mind? Part, part... The other thing too is it's what's amazing is that like I'm deaf as well. Like like y'all don't really know this because uh, you know, right now I'm hearing everything in my good ear uh, via headphones. But like uh normally like like I miss I mispronounce things all the time. And uh, so, so it's kind of incredible. This is you can give me this moment to shine of my mispronunciation. And sometimes, like I just, I don't think about how words are formed like normal people. So um there we go. Looking about, Bounty my...
2: Bear. <laughs> be a yeah, right out. Find out all this out, Bounty <laughs> <laughs> Searching for Bandcamp. Searching Bandcamp now. <laughs> That's like, i Appreciate the update, Bounty Bear. Thank you. Yeah, oh, we have a and, we have uh, these. Uh, we have these these magnets these aren't even up yet. We have now that's why I call dude's dealing magnets cuz this nice stuff is so popular that we made magnets of it. So there
1: you go. Yo, Andy's yeah. more of a Andy's more of an images guy than a than a words guy, by the way.
2: Which is amazing that he does the plugs and I'm I'm not player hate. Remember
5: me. that one time I did the plugs?
2: I did. It was wonderful. I look back on it fondly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Are you firing me for the plugs? <laughs> no, no, far from it.
2: <laughs>
3: Go ahead, please. This um, is your I did want to say, uh, uh, was it uh, December thirtieth? We have uh your last show of the year. Oh yeah, uh, we we do. Yes, yes. So last live show in Chicago. Uh, check yeah, out Conan yeah, yeah. at uh, wait what which clubs are they at again? <laughs> I don't have it right now.
2: Reggie's. It's, it's it's called Reggie's. Yeah. Okay. I think I think I have... and Jay are coming after that. So that's cool. Maybe Kenzo I have the dates.
3: Then. I have, I
2: have the dates. I have the city. What more do we need? I kind of forgot about it. I mean, seriously, my guitar is like <laughs> taken apart in the living room right now, and I'm like, uh, yeah, whatever. I'm like, you forgot you
5: had a show. show coming up? What?
3: <laughs> oh, hi, my cat's here. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Yeah, yes. you were
2: too focused before, so.
3: <laughs> yes. Let's um, bring a cat. For... For <laughs> <laughs> she just showed up and, you know, uh, <laughs> do her thing. Great. What are you doing, cat? Anyways,
2: Christina <laughs> trying to assist you with a bit, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um
3: Christina's Christina, got a bunch of new got, stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got a bunch of new stuff. You got a you got a coffee?
1: Um, yeah, coffee, I think it's house whatever it's called. I don't know. It's spilled well, coffee. You got a little coffee over there. I was I, 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 I was
2: holding myself back from doing it. And I, I was like so <laughs> glad he did it, because that's what I was thinking. I was like, right. but yeah,
3: you want to buy yeah. Christina coffee? Go to coffee.com uh look up was it uh, is it Cosmopolitics? politics yes yeah yes um at, at coffee.com com at politics yeah. and, and there you go yeah. get buy your coffee K,
5: K literally ko dash fi
1: it sounds more like ko-fi than i think it's
5: yeah,
2: feel like, it, either way. i feel like it's coney 2012 is what i feel like <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna ask you if it was like Kofi Annan, the like fucking guy that used to run the UN. So
2: many, so many places to get with that.
1: Kofi Kofi Kofi
5: Literally like the main thing on the page is like for five dollars, buy, you know, them a coffee. And I'm like,
2: we we'd like to thank food all, food. all of the Hildy Beast users and uh viewers who have hung out for this. This is this is pretty much what this show is like. So if you like this, then uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I, I like that camera. I like that when I
1: laugh, the uh the dream sequence <laughs> kind of like gyrates a little. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> maybe I just won't be on maybe I just won't be on camera anymore. I'll appear as like a disemboweled uh Claire head.
2: We we're this saying that like the, the, the Claire image kind of looks like Christina.
1: It does, yeah. I like, had noticed I noticed this. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's like now, now uh anything coming up this week, Christina? Any, anything, any plans? Well, we're ta- we're gonna be
5: ta- talking about why Kirsten about left the left. Uh, the stupid Twitter files that are nothing burgers. Uh, Taylor Kirsten Swift all of a sudden a director left so. the
1: left like ten years ago. <laughs>
5: yeah. Yeah. True.
1: Now she's left the center too.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she ain't she ain't gonna win real election.
1: <laughs> Is that so, yeah, could that be out- the could that be the thing though? Like, the, well, we'll talk about this the after party. Well, after yeah, five, I was just
3: gonna say, if you want to hear more about that too, go to Christina's uh Twitch when she when she's on next and uh watch that after the answer party. Her page. Uh, no, you don't have a Patreon, I got I forgot to erase that. My bad,
5: yeah. No, yeah, you're good. No Patreon, but co five, co whatever. It's
3: called. <laughs>
2: Do, dot band camp dot camp. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: love you Eddie. um yeah and uh if you want to see more of me i got uh video for um, some reason need-
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. if you uh if you have a pathological desire to see a man struggle on camera if you if you, you, if you think that this bit is going
3: great and you want to see more of it <laughs> good news for you I, i'm doing my own solo bit oh on- <laughs> yeah, right, uh, where i actually- of us jumps behind yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's going to be great.
1: It's it's going to be no respect. Uh, no respect at all. I'm going to be talking
3: about uh Leonard Beskin's uh work at uh at, Carol you know, Baskin? At,
4: <laughs> Leonard Beskin,
3: <It's> Carol Baskin. <laughs> um this year was his 100th birthday and uh we're going to talk about his art, his politics and uh a uh, really fascinating dude. So so it'll be a lot of fun. Uh look you know, keep your eyes peeled for that. Also, if you want to see me in person, and see me struggle through a live show. Uh you can do that. Uh, yeah. It'll be hilarious. If it's half
2: as good, half as, good as this, then uh, that yeah, people Yeah, no, are really... we'll have a live
3: crowd <laughs> to really... tackle me <laughs> while I'm
2: doing this.
4: Yeah.
2: If you, if you think it's great uh, sounding off in the comments, <laughs> imagine doing it live. How how great would that yeah. be? i might think it's for that?
3: I'll be in New York City uh, January twenty-third. So I'll be in New York City getting roasted.
2: Uh, I'm worse than the coffee.
1: It's gonna be yeah, it's gonna I'm be deep. it's gonna be me like drunk at the fucking New York City show heckling Andy specifically. <laughs> That's why I said it was exactly we have thing. to do what the uh what the what the viewers tell us and our viewers are telling us that when we bully Andy, it works.
2: Uh, yeah, it's, it's people people live for it. They like wait through the entire show for it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah it's
3: this really, is it's like really... the high point.
5: Because it takes us like half an hour to do it, so
1: Andy, I'm beginning to think you don't live in that nice. Uh, you don't live in that nice. Neighborhood.
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, can you play me? Just keep Will you play me something on that piano, piano if, you're, if, you're, if your if your if your hands stop disappearing? Very background. He has a new house. He moved yet again.
2: He can't play that piano though, because his hands keep disappearing. That's <laughs> <laughs> so if only they would stop disappearing.
1: This is this is uh, this is Andy getting addicted to his dreams. He's like, this house is so nice. <laughs>
2: Oh, it's so great oh. being at this place in the bowl. Oh, oh no, I'm at the, the really comedy store, on. my
4: second
2: home. <laughs> <laughs> Working on my What's ty-fi. the deal with the airline food? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Fantastic.
1: Nobody lets it's you say that stars. on college campuses anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Good lord, is that it? Like, what was so well? Yeah, I people are coming so. to, I... um,
4: come, come, <laughs> People
2: are coming to heckle you, right? That, that's uh, that's, that's yeah, yeah. What heard is heard that? What is that? There's tickets for that, right? That's
3: uh, there's tickets for that. Uh, it's on Ticketmaster. Um, I think it's Left is Best in New York uh, or Give Them a Revolution.
1: Super trustworthy service, Ticketmaster. <laughs> 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 Well, well he, he died a while back. He's haunting the, the house
2: with unrequested information about unrelated <laughs> movies and TV shows. He died.
1: He died a while back from the uh, from the radiation from the piano, and he's just been there ever since. He
2: died doing what he loved, being very off topic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry, I'm not, but I'm sorry. But, but anyway. You say, anyway, you're absolutely crushing <laughs> it at the comedy cellar, bud.
4: So doing some crowd work.
7: Fuck. <laughs> 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 hey you, already...
2: where are you from? Topeka? Ah, oh, yeah, I heard that's in Kansas.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> and then, like Joker looking at the notebook. No, and then no, and then he goes. And then he goes. One time, I went to a comic convention with someone from Kansas. You know this person. We had drinks all night. It was four in the morning. We got really high. <laughs> and then it's like oh, yeah. crickets. COVID crickets. And are
5: on the verge of tears.
4: <laughs>
5: what is? What is? The, I,
2: I gotta get looking up, man. Just the joke book. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's like the, like yep. my favorite, like when somebody would do a joke that that wouldn't land. You just do like the Joker looking at the joke book, like, huh? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm talking. I'm not gonna find it.
1: I, I like I like the the one of the bird, and then he he only has the one Hi, joke.
2: I got it. Let me let me let me find this shit. Uh, this this is this is this is gonna be great for the podcast. Let me tell you. Hey, you know what's great? A visual gag.
4: <laughs>
2: this this is what I'm talking about. This, this is. <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> uh? Uh? Anybody? No? All right. Tough crowd. Tough crowd.
1: I hey, uh, I think. Wait. This is this is the one that I was thinking. Of. Hold on.
5: Oh boy, it's not a penis, is it? No, See, Andy not... gave me the <laughs> Andy gave me the best gift
2: for my birthday, which is apparently just relentlessly roasting him. Sorry, bud, but appreciate it. <laughs> You're a good sport, and we love you.
3: Hey, if if I can't take it, you know, it's I, I would have left the show a long time ago.
1: Hold on, and <laughs> huh? Huh? wait. This, this, this is what this is what I was imagining that you were going to pull up. Okay, the one that's like, "boo, get better material." Like... <laughs>
2: oh, he's sweating. Oh, it's so good. I love that. Name.
1: But but in Andy's case, they're just all off-topic <laughs> themes.
4: <laughs> but he's
2: got like he's got like a little file folder.
4: <laughs>
1: what if if Sorry, it was me? Stargate, 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 target. target, target, target. Uh, yeah, I would be like it'd be like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mark, mark mark markup.
2: Yes. Anyway, that's the bit. Jeez, all boy. right. Well, all right. You know what?
1: <laughs> uh I was gonna ask Christina for final thoughts, but she's her final thoughts are right there on the actual name, I think. I don't think there's anything cheap. This
5: movie was too long. <laughs>
1: how uh how many how many out of how many minutes do you give it
5: 525,600
1: minutes i don't think it was that long but it was it was definitely <laughs> <long>. <laughs> uh conan you you suggested this movie i'm sure you have a symphony of uh of, of comments and uh yeah
2: I feel like this entire episode has been, like, my final thoughts, like,
1: <laughs> frankly, and I, it's it's
2: rare, rarely that I uh, be that indulgent, but look, I feel like this is a profound and moving film, absolutely unique in every way, um, prescient in lots of ways, uh, you know, Vim Vendors is no stranger to movies, the generous runtime, but uh, they, the expansion of screen-based storytelling, to a longer form and having the longer form be part of the art itself is actually breathtaking and perfectly executed and it's just like his his version of gps facetime video calls, search engines bounty bear <laughs> 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 and you know you kind of lose some of the nuance watching it all at once but that's also kind of the point and that's one of the things that makes this a fantastic work of art and again i, I don't think it's his best film I think his greatest film is probably Wings of Desire, frankly. But Until the End of the World is astounding work of art, and it it's worth not only paying attention to. I wish that there was a way for people to experience it that wouldn't change the experience uh, to a modern audience um, that has been ADD-riddled, because I this this is a really special and cool film, and there, there's a lot to it, and it it actually crazily enough rewards you with repeated viewings
1: right um andy
3: we, we never like, talked about like, you know
1: yeah you you just got a half an hour but it's time to get back to doing crowd yeah. work.
3: <laughs> no i was just gonna say we we never talked about the guy that uh she met at the bar uh who, who was uh ended up like taking the uh american uh ambassador oh yeah uh hostage like like uh, I always, th- I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that, that dude, like, yeah. just like, think of me, like, you know, think of me alive when I die. And it's just like...
2: like, wait, And he seems like a depressed dude, and then you're like, what? And then you're like, you see him taking, like, a dude hostage on the TV, and you're like, like,
3: whoa! He's like, oh, he was going to die!
2: And that guy's like a tertiary character at best. But, like, yeah. that's just the level of of world building that this movie does for...
3: Yeah, and, and like, 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 where's his spinoff film? Like, like that's the beauty of this movie. Is well, that he like, killed they himself, these... so he's not, he didn't get a <laughs> <laughs> It has
2: to be a prequel, like Andor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, th- th-
3: there's so much there in, in every single character of this film that, that uh, you know, you can actually do like a an, uh, prequel Andor series where, where of the guy who she meets at the bar, who's just like, I've fallen in love with you.
1: <laughs> you can, but should you? That's my question. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> I mean, look, if, if Raven can, uh, can, can do a new time to die and, and, and be given his stuff, why not give them vendors like a Hulu or Prime thing and just let him go wild, right?
1: Why not? Yeah, I mean, I think this movie works most as a as a one-off thing, but I could see him doing it with like, you know, any other- He would other do something
2: that. different. I mean, he's, he's done a lot of, I mean, he did that whole thing- uh, um, God, a couple years ago, he did uh, uh about the Pope, right? It was, it was like uh you know what I'm talking about. Anybody know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Well, he, he he he's like he's done a bunch of he did a bunch of, like 3D art installations and stuff. He he did like a thing. Oh, I'll fucking find it. That doesn't matter. But like there's he's he's kept busy, very Francis, busy, and the man stuff. of his word. Yeah, yeah. Like and I was like, oh, that's what you're doing. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. <laughs> you know good for you i guess but this is, like, a very,
1: this is a very good pope i like this pope very much
2: oh. uh, that's probably yeah. why i made it you know uh and yeah. but uh, anyway yeah, yeah like well and there's things like a uh, salt of the earth which i saw the earth is great it's uh where he finds this photographer who's been traveling through the continents actually as it turns out um and just like witnessing like all these like crazy events and stuff it, it's cool it's, it's, he's got a beautiful eye for things and in a way that like He's like like a Teutonic link letter in that way. But like people really connect with certain aspects of his like very poetic and uh
1: humanistic
2: uh narrative films.
1: So he's gonna he's he gonna can... launch Teutonic Reversal. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, well done. Well done.
1: <laughs> But uh but
4: yeah,
3: yeah. it just just it's wonderful because there are tons of characters like that guy that, that like in life, you know, you meet you may find an epilogue to their story. You may not, um, but they. I mean, the they bounty hunter is still...
1: definitely another another example of that too. I think. Um,
3: it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, like, there's also just just like uh, a bunch of like one-off characters like that. That one, uh, the other bounty hunter, the, the one who actually introduced um, uh, bounty bear in, in, in yeah. the uh, in the oh, story. Right. Cause, who cause was, she, yeah, bounty was bear like, is a
2: superior bounty hunter search engine than the
1: one the one that the other dude has it's also the uh it's yeah. the first the first modern startup <laughs> but but it's it, there was web,
2: web van and uh what pets.com what's what's the one with the puppet? yeah
4: anyway
2: <laughs>
3: yeah but, but the bottom line is that, that this movie's full of interesting characters too and uh you know we barely got to talk about any of them uh so so uh it, and just like life they'll they'll come in for a brief moment and just absolutely shine and then immediately disappear and you don't think of them again uh, or maybe you do, and uh, but it's okay. Maybe you, like, you will know. be
1: you'll be walking down a long street in the middle of the night, and <laughs> but you, you might not ever lives. see them. <laughs> you, you know, you, you don't
3: get that. You don't get the closure. You don't get you know what happened to the to the nice Japanese couple after the uh, you know after they left. We don't know. It doesn't matter, because you know that's not the that's not theirs. This isn't their story. But like you know, every single character in this movie is like that.
1: It's just it's Claire's story, and goddamn it, she's gonna milk it for all it's worth.
3: <laughs> oh, and it's great, and you actually can, you know, if you really do want to watch this movie, uh, bifurcate it. You know, watch the first hour and a half, or two hour, two and a half hours, um, r- right up until where they get into the plane. And yeah, there's
2: there's a good like that's where like a there would be an intermission, right? That would be that's like the perfect place to stop. Yeah,
3: yeah, and stop it. Do you know, go to bed. You know, do do whatever it is you do. Whenever you're ready, come back and then watch the next uh, two and a half hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or however much is left there's still a lot more movie left but but you still get a you know it's, it's a good viewing experience i did not do it that way i watched it all at once
1: you watched everything okay. everywhere all at once exactly um but uh yeah we'll go to the uh in about 20 minutes i think we're gonna go to the uh the after party um i gotta run upstairs and see if audrey's good and she's barking at something out there i don't so know, you know if thought you're this party. was
2: too tightly focused
1: hmm <laughs> Just as I said that she barks it, but uh, you know, I'm gonna say, I don't really like my dreams. They are, in fact, mostly nightmares. <laughs>